0: This is 372 Pages, We'll Never Get Back. I am Michael J. Nelson, along with Connor Lestoka. Connor, good day, sir.
1: Good day, sir. I said good day. I did, too. So that I both, <laughs> we have both established that we wish the other one a good day.
0: I had a friend who I once said, did that, you know, I said good day, sir. And he said, hey, that's, that's mine. I came up with that. <laughs> what? He honestly thought that he... <laughs> wow.
1: That he somehow had claim to that? I don't know. Were you quoting uh, Gene Wilder or was that, you know, is that beyond that? Were you you just quoting, you know, an old timey guy?
0: I was quoting, yeah, a combination of Gene Wilder and I believe that. in Tootsie, I believe that Tootsie says that. So there's multiple
1: version. sources that he could have uh, derived that from.
0: Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure he was claiming that he originated it, but it somehow he had ownership over it.
1: <laughs> there's been so a, it, uh, a bit that I've been working workshopping in my head for four years now probably, where a, a guy is at, the, uh, at, the, at a urinal and he does the thing. People don't, I don't think a lot of women might realize this, but he, he does the thing where he spits into the urinal before he starts peeing. Oh yes, and then yeah. the guy next to him leans over and he's like, "You know, uh, you know, I invented that. I was <laughs> the first guy to, uh, <laughs> to do the spin to the urinal before you." Uh... Wow,
0: yeah, trademark. <laughs> um, well, that's not primarily what we talk about on this podcast. Uh, this is,
1: yeah, it's it. it you it's know, started to I've edge been up making there. my push. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is the uh, podcast where we talk about bad books. We're we've done so many of them, but we're now in the middle of uh, Stephanie Myers uh blockbuster currently i believe still top in the charts
1: let's see yeah but uh, you know it had to have been let's see it's amazon sales rank okay yeah it is midnight Book sun is midnight to, uh, sun. to get ahead of it it is uh where is it number one on amazon charts this week <laughs> unbelievable with right now currently sixteen thousand four hundred fifty-five ratings and it appears i mean it appears jeez the the out of those sixteen thousand five hundred ratings, four point eight stars out of five. What? That's I. Who, oh I, come on! Uh, I. Uh, I'm, uh, Do we
0: have to dip back into the old gag of seeing what else these people like? <laughs> we probably right?
1: have to because it is ninety percent five stars, four percent six, and then two one one. 1,
0: uh, this this has to be a bot or a, this is? This is fake news. This is a Chinese uh, hack, isn't it?
1: (laughs) It's uh, maybe the people have just uh, grown up and moved on who used to go and unrank these things. I don't know. doesn't bode well for Ready Player Two, though, so... Holy cow.
0: <laughs> that is uh shocking to me, and uh I guess we'll discover why as we dig into this book. Eh? Yeah,
1: maybe there's an amazing uh you know reverse twist where it, it unsucks in the end. It comp- just <laughs> com- compared to the Mr. which has only five thousand four hundred ratings, and its average is uh is uh four out of five. But it has ten percent of those are one star reviews, and eight percent are two star, so
0: I'll put you on the spot. Mr. or this? Uh Mr. Yes. Yeah. Just, yeah, oh, yeah. Likewise.
1: I mean, it moved along. Like, I mean, the page count was in there, but it was like those. Uh, it was the way that a, a, a child's book would have, you know, a lot of pages, and you'd brag about it in third grade. Like, I read two hundred pages of Jesus right. and Ramona. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, they, do, and it was, you know, it had it had vacuum cleaners, it had Sonos placement, it had, um, you know, so, yeah. Hot it, had his, yeah.
0: it had, you know, the royal families, you know, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah. Uh, um, do we have all of our departments today?
1: We do. Yeah. We're going to get to some of those emails that I've, I've mentioned that we didn't have time for last time. We've got some dumbass sentences and we have uh real or fanfic, which last week you did uh, last, last episode, you did uh, a perfect on, and I think Thank it's going to be a bit trickier this time. Thank you very
0: much. No, I have full confidence going into it. Wow. Uh, so let's get into chapter ten. Where we are right now is, um, let's see, port. They went to Port Collis or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> yes,
1: Port Angeles. Uh, port of Call. Yeah, um,
0: Port Lanny. Yes, Port Lanny, where uh, Bella, who can barely walk, can barely stand up. She walks across the room. She falls nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. She has clearly has a condition um but she has gotten herself into trouble and so edward has whisked in saved her without murdering the guys
1: but, yes uh against every later. instinct yep yeah. but uh yes. yeah he he brings her back and they have um I, I does this sort of pick up as as he's uh taking her home from this
0: yes this is just right after so they left the restaurant and now i think they're just in the car
1: yeah, in the car driving home at like, you know, 180 miles an hour in his uh I think in his Volvo. I don't think he has his his nice car out yet, but we hear a lot about the nice car coming up, so.
0: This uh, Volvo though is the jacked up though, right? It's uh, been yeah. turbocharged by uh what's her name? Yes, Rosie. Rosalind.
1: Yes. <laughs> um okay. so yeah, it is capable of of doing that. My association with Volvos is that like in in high school in the mid 90s, you would have uh that was it was known for its safety, but you were yes. they were essentially like what the uh, what the Pinewood Derby kit came looking like before you carved it up. It was just like a or like a, the way that you draw a car as a as a kindergartner. You just do a the front. You do a box on top and then the box on the back.
0: Yes, it was fully a box. I think yeah. that uh, they were parodied actually as packing crates. Okay, they were so square.
1: <laughs> yeah, before the Scion came out and was that it was the the, the Volvo had that uh, had that locked down.
0: Right, but uh, yeah, so they're just uh, it's just you know. The idiotic questions in the car, but I'd like to start off with, and these are going to come hot and heavy, so I hope you're ready for this today. Oh, boy. The Sonic Challenge. Okay. (laughs) So we get in one sentence, uh, Bella was gnawing on her lip, the crease between her eyes was etched deep, and then just a sentence later, then uh, she sighed, still chewing her lip. Okay. I want want chewing your lip and a sigh at the same time.
1: Okay, well, this is less open to interpretation than some of the other ones, like. Um, but I, I'll, I'll do it. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's hard, actually. It's, it's not natural. Chewing on your lip to begin with is difficult. That sounds like I
0: need to start walking through the questions of like, are you having a stroke?
1: Right, yes, or, ha- or have you turned into a uh, marmot in the meantime? Yes.
0: Wow um yeah but the chewing on the lip uh was that not speaking of the mister that was one of her defining traits of uh, alicia chewed, huh alicia chewed on i think her top
1: lip oh yeah we had a we had a you know we call compared to the bald knobbers guy who uh right
0: <laughs> well yeah that i mean you know, great minds exactly and there's a lot of lip chewing in this a lot of <laughs> it's blushing and all of that but uh
1: Well, I I like this. uh, Just two things initially stood out to me as they were driving along. Just to to keep in mind, these are uh, 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds. One of them, obviously, is 109. But um, the the first analogy he used to describe to him why he can't read your thoughts, the only guess I have is that maybe your mind doesn't work the same way the rest of theirs do. Like, your thoughts are on the AM frequency, and I'm only getting FM. I realized as soon as the words were out that she would not like this analogy, but like it's a decent chance that she just, you may as well be talking about a zoetrope or something at this point in time. I guess in 2007, (laughs) they might've been like the last, I don't know, last group to really, to really have the, uh, you know, understand what those were like, still be listening to the radio.
0: Oh, see, so you're saying I'm amplitude modulation, and your <laughs> and your frequency
1: modulation. Oh,
0: well, right. I am deeply insulted, sir.
1: <laughs> but then again, then again, uh, soon after that, uh, she is like uh, processing what the hell he means by this, and uh, she looked down, struggling with some internal dilemma. Suddenly, she stiffened, and her eyes flew wide open. Fear flashed across her face for the first time. Holy crow! She gasped. <laughs> so, like, maybe she is, uh, maybe she is, like, from uh, the era of Marconi inventing the radio, actually. She's older than him, clearly. <laughs> Holy crow. Wow. Yes. So, that's a 16 year old girl in 2006 saying that. Wow.
0: That's like, uh, Bridget has a thing she's, she says she's made up so that she would not say a swear. Mm-hmm. Or she just goes, Rat barrels. Oh my god. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it's just so odd and memorable that it she she remembers to say it instead of saying something else. So, wow,
1: we gotta get that, that going.
0: Sounds really old timey. Um another sonic challenge. Okay. This is Edward. Probably, I repeated and then laughed without humor.
1: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he's doing a lot of things with either without humor with dark humor so yeah we've got to parse these distinctions let me let me say probably then laugh with dark humor
0: yeah say it do it and then laugh with dark humor probably (laughs) (laughs) both sound pretty bitter sure um so we're two pages down no we're only one page down at least in my layout here And she is blushed twice. So I'm just going to, I won't keep harping on that, but that is two blushes in a page.
1: Okay. Blushing while gnawing on her lip and creasing her forehead in some sort of
0: way. So I don't know how she gets the blood cleared from her, from pooling on her cheeks um, so quickly, but she's able to blush twice within a very short period of time.
1: Okay. Um, So they they talk more about like what uh, Jacob Black revealed to her at the beach. Uh, and so we we all know that Jacob is going to be playing a major role in this, but this is sort of the first we get into him. Uh, he says that Jacob had, had sort of revealed to her um, that his ancestor had suck ancestor J- Ephraim black had struck a treaty with the vampires a long time ago. And uh, Edward says something like, uh, I hadn't expected uh, that Jacob would be talking about us. The local gossip about us had never strayed into anything too bizarre or too precise and i'll just redirect your attention to last week where mike newton was uh thinking i bet that their father does practices plastic surgery on his children um as just a one off thought he had so that's the <laughs> that's the level of nothing too bizarre being talked about by the by the locals
0: uh yeah i don't uh, i mean isn't there there's talk about their, you know, incestual relationship. Yeah, right? that too. Yep. So So nothing too bizarre.
1: I guess if you literally are a vampire, other things are not going to seem as bizarre if they're not on the verge of approaching that. Yes. Um
0: Here's another question. I'm uh, going back to Digital Fortress and the description of what was her name? Susan? Susan Fletcher. Fletcher. Oh. Uh, here's a description that's almost Fletcher-esque. I could just imagine, considering the attraction she seemed to hold for all things male, totally unconscious on her part, how overwhelming she would be when she tried to be attractive. I was suddenly (laughs) full of pity for the unsuspecting boy she'd unleashed such a potent force on. God. What does she look like? (laughs) He's constantly talking about she's like just a little drab sack of flesh right, <laughs> swimming yeah. around in a big ugly sweater looking like, right <laughs> looking translucent downcast skin and, and, and yeah so but now all of a sudden she is you know her face has launched a thousand ships and guys right. are just like falling over in the street and
1: she's turning down leonardo dicaprio and stuff like he's yeah i it's I mean, it, it boggles the mind especially because you just have the you know it's impossible not to imagine her as you know kristen stewart um just who's you know, fine, but, like, it's not like it's a, right. uh, you're not trying to, yeah, you you weren't going for, like, a uh, Super Bowl ad for GoDaddy or something. <laughs>
0: right. And, uh, you know, once again, Edward's seen a lot of uh, talent,
1: you know? Right, <laughs> yes. so Yeah, he existed through the, uh, you know, the, the Mamie Eisenhower era. I mean, he That's was there right. for... Um, Think of how many flappers he got to gaze on. <laughs> um, yeah, it, but yeah, that that keeps coming. Her her just her hold on these on these men, despite the fact that she's you know a bit of a klutz,
0: right? Uh, Sonic challenge. Okay, I told, they're coming hot and hot and fast here. She didn't respond for a moment. I heard her breathing change. It hitched in strange ways that did not sound like fear. <laughs>
1: okay. <sighs> Okay, so it's like a lawnmower getting started and uh, running a bit rich.
0: All right, so once again, are you having a stroke? <laughs> right, <I>
1: constant. <laughs> um, we, there was an exchange that was in fanfic that was, uh, you know, you don't care if I'm a monster, if I'm not human. Uh, and she says, no. I started to wonder if she was entirely stable. Just worth recalling that attention to. Um, yeah, he he brings
0: that up. This this comes a number of times in, the, in this reading. Yeah. Where he actually worries about her. <laughs>
1: But then she starts sort of grilling him on, you know, she, she has accepted him as a vampire. She's riding back to the town with him, but she wants to know more about, uh, you know, so you're a vampire. I, I need to know about this. Uh, so she starts asking about the uh, the lore. How come you can't come out during the daytime? I laughed despite her request. Her research had not netted anything unusual, it seemed. Myth, I told her. Burned by the sun? Myth. Sleeping in coffins? Myth. And so I just wish that it had, it had, I wish that she had kept going with this. And it just sort of became obvious that, you know, all her questions about vampires were just based off of like the back of the Count Chocula box. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you, so you hang out with a, with a strawberry guy myth. What about those two other, uh, the mummy and the, and the wolf man that's like, aren't around Dutch anymore? Myth. Are you just learning this from a cereal box? Damn it.
0: You put your cape over your arm and then lower it kind of just below your eyes and then go, come (laughs) here.
1: You do that a lot. Um, But yeah, she sort of, uh, she gets to the point where uh, she asks him about the sun and he says, oh yeah, we don't come to school when it's sunny. And she says, why? But he will not reveal this for whatever reason. He doesn't say, oh, our skin um, sparkles. He, he treats this as if it's like the ultimate knowledge that like will you know drive her mad as if it's revealed, so that I guess that's just meant to be suspense for the you know physical reveal when he shows her, but it's kind of I, dumb I when think, you know what it is,
0: yes, I think it is stephanie Meyer like trying to. Fan service of everyone going. Oh, we know what that is. It's be so fun when she gets to see it. <laughs> Which and is I
1: guess super if, dumb. Sure, if that was the way the original book worked, this obviously has to play along the same way. But uh, sort of, yeah, it is very dumb when you know what it is. Sonic Challenge. Yes, I'm serious.
0: This is him. I'm quoting him. I'm serious. I was battling with myself so strongly that the words came through my teeth as a growl. <laughs> I'm serious.
1: <laughs> a little bit of a Batman, which is... Where uh, are they? Yeah, coincidence. Uh, there we go. It all, it all gets circular.
0: And following it right away, we'll just get these out of the way. This is my last one for this chapter. My last Sonic challenge. Okay. Never say that, I hissed.
1: Okay. There, a lot of hissing, too. I'd just mm-hmm. like to point that out. Never say that. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the, the, the going 180 miles an hour. He clearly is not what she has to worry about if he's like fluctuating this rapidly between vocal tones.
0: She's sitting over there blushing and letting her hair fall in front of his eyes while he's like locking his jaw and <laughs> growling and hissing. It's a very odd scene going on in that Volvo.
1: <laughs> I, have a, uh, I have not a, um, a sonic challenge, but I just want you to guess uh, what this sounds like. Uh, like like how it would be written in the book. Because it is written in the book, but uh, I want you to, to, to just guess. Okay. Um, uh, I groaned as the simmering hate that I'd all but forgotten in the joy of loving her burst again into an inferno of rage. So how was that written out in the book?
0: You mean it's written out as a... Uh- it's written, out,
1: it's written out as a quote, yes. Um, so like if you were you know if you were vocalizing that in like a comic book like you know POW or whatever. Oh um I will read it again. I groaned as the simmering hate that I'd all but forgotten in the joy of loving her burst again into an inferno of rage.
0: I mean, I guess I'd do uh A R G G G G G G H H H H H
1: R R R R R yeah, that's. I mean, that sounds like simmering hate bursting into an inferno of rage. But uh, uh, it's ah ah <laughs> uh, ah. That's the sound of uh, simmering hate bursting again into an inferno of rage. Sounds ah.
0: like a a polite British man trying
1: to get your attention on the train or something. <laughs> ah. Um, we also get an update. I was really grateful for this. Uh, it says to he's he's worried just to have her unprotected even for a few moments. Peter and Charlotte were well on their way by now, long past Seattle, no doubt. But there were always others. So we've got the uh, we've got our, our Peter and Charlotte update for this week. Yeah, thank you. They, yeah. were, they were riveting characters, <laughs> mostly described off screen. Yes. <laughs> and then when they met, it was pretty much just like, good to see you, Edward. Thank you, Peter. Hey, nice to see you
0: as well, Charlotte. Yeah. Yes, goodbye. Yeah, we better she... get on the road now.
1: Charlotte doesn't look up from
0: her phone. Take some sandwiches. No, we'll be fine. <laughs> um Yeah, Peter and Charlotte were great. Uh so we get back to um I don't know how he knows this. Uh I can't remember, but this is the this is our Lanny crowd. Okay. Uh so this is what they did after their failed assault on a sixteen year old girl. Okay, yeah. Which took place not...
1: again at like uh seven fifteen or so in the uh in the in in the evening.
0: Right. Oh right. He goes and gets Carlisle. He's like, We gotta we they go on a mission to get Yeah, Yeah. Guys. He
1: he can't abide uh, uh having them out there.
0: Right, because he then he thinks of the waitress and uh, and you know, like that well, they're in danger.
1: Let me let me read the whole quote. He just says, I have a dilemma, Carlisle. You see, I very much want to kill him. The words started to flow fast and passionate so much. But I know that would be wrong because it would be vengeance, not justice. All anger, no impartiality. Still it can't be right to leave a serial rapist and murderer wandering Port Angeles. So it's good. you, you got to hear both sides here. Got... <laughs> I'm glad he's uh he's he does have that 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 sense of morality that uh, it is wrong to leave that guy wandering around unpunished.
0: And then it's just great that Carlyle drops his, you know, I assume he's um you know, just about to put the the tail fin on the model that he's building, you know, with his glasses half glasses on. And it's like, oh, you need me to go to Port Angeles and, and drug a serial rapist and leave him in the, okay, hang on. Well, doesn't um, he go to his
1: office? Isn't he like, you know, couldn't there in theory be uh, Tyler Crowley coming in with whiplash again that he'd need to treat Oh, him? did he do it in the office? I, I guess I don't so, have yeah. that in my notes. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Uh, but anyway, so they find him. Here we go. I did not linger in Port Angeles. I took Carlisle to the dive bar where the twisted thing named Lanny (laughs) was drowning his disappointment with his friends, two of whom had already passed out. (laughs) Is that what you do? (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's sort of like... Failing to assault and possibly, you know, sexually assault and then possibly murder a 16-year-old? Sure. Is he just like, God... Well, that sucked. That didn't work out. Like, I'm getting so angry.
1: Yeah, maybe losing the, like, softball city championship might uh, trigger that sort of thing on, like, a really, really bad final play or something.
0: Wow, but two-thirds of their gang passed out drunk. Yeah,
1: and these are, <laughs> we, we we're led to believe, these are, you know, just, like, uh, tough guys. Like, uh, they you know, they are hard-drinking and, and crime-committing uh, yeah. longshoremen or something, but uh, passing out in the bar. That's right. like, I mean, that's a, uh, that's a college maneuver, if uh, that's the last time I can remember that happening.
0: I would also say, um, this does not speak well of, you know, the Port Angeles City Council needs to get on this, uh, like, over-serving people <laughs> at that rate. is like, shocking. <laughs> right. You need to I'm, keep a better eye on your uh, customers.
1: I guess it could just be the bartender uh, lives in fear of this known, uh, twisted thing who's uh, <laughs> right. going around the streets. He doesn't want to be <laughs> oh, next.
0: Oh, my God. Did you see who just came in? It's Lanny and those two guys.
1: <laughs> He's one of those passed out in front of the Mega Touch Machine, and someone's trying to get uh, get in there so they can play Photo Hunt or something, but the guy like, just can't be rolled away.
0: Excuse me, sir, are, are you playing Monkey Bash, or can I? Uh... <laughs> well,
1: I've got I've to got the high school on that one. I just, look at that one. Look at that one. That's just <laughs> Lanny. Is, that's for August of 2019. That's <laughs> don't, oh, man. don't beat his record. He gets very angry.
0: Once again, the things she doesn't flesh out. Right, yes. <laughs> Want more of Lanny and his uh, compatriots at the bar.
1: Yeah, but um yeah, I I guess he just sort of describes what he does to them in the uh, in the next chapter. Um, so yes. we can we can leave that in suspense, but he goes back and uh he of course goes immediately to to Bella's room to watch her sleep. Mhm. And, uh, but he, I guess on the outside, he picks up, uh, what, what Charlie's thoughts are. And I, I just enjoyed this, Charlie, the dad. Charlie's snores were loud and even. I could almost catch the edge of his dream. Something with the rush of water and patient expectation, fishing, maybe. Yes. <laughs> so dream big, Charlie. He's, he's literally dreaming about what he's probably going to do on the weekend.
0: <laughs> it's a weird thing where he describes him as, uh, basically like he's a good egg and he cares about her. But
1: he's really a dumbass. Yes.
0: He's just kind of (laughs) like,
1: There's another part where he describes his inarticulate thoughts. (laughs) Me fish Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: mustache dad. He deserves better than that. (laughs) Uh, Billy Um, Burke was the actor, correct?
1: uh, Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I I think
0: we, we were talking about that. I read an interview with him where he was, I think, thinking of throwing in the towel or something. And then someone said, you should go for an audition for this thing.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and then he just uh, got to work. I mean, he got a, he got a good payday. I was, yeah, I was absolutely.
1: Happy um, so yeah, yeah. He was always sort of just the, the, he conveyed the, the sense of the, the weary father of this uh, girl that he was trying to understand pretty well.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. A- so, uh, so he just sits there um, and he says, I'm going to be her, her guardian vampire.
1: Yeah, that's no, that was unfortunate. I, I'm sure that comes up in dumb sentences. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I, I should have left it be, but uh, it's it's really really stupid. And that got me thinking about the because uh, he says there's no, he said there is no such thing as an angel. So he he has you know like philosophical knowledge. Okay. You know he exists. But there's no such thing as angels. I, I just thought it was funny. Like, parse this all out. Keep going on this. <laughs> How does the world work? Yeah, right. Like, it who is. created matter? Like, come on, keep it going. But yeah, uh, what he, does he your
1: existence do. imply for everything else? I guess. Right, right. yeah. But he Where do these people you're killing go? Like, where do <laughs> right. they
0: exactly? But he didn't. Uh, he doesn't muse beyond that. He just assures us there's no such thing as angels, and that's that's all he's
1: got. <laughs> I mean, he has. I guess he uh, he's he's seen more than than anyone would have. He's he's seen the, the, the all the wars, and he's um, watched the advent of technology creep in. So he's and he has all these times, these sleepless nights to ponder this sort of thing. But
0: it's true. But uh, I would say he's not as old as like that French lady, you know. So she's she's a little wiser than him right wasn't she 115 or something
1: which french lady
0: it's the it's famously the oldest woman in the world oh got it i don't know if she's still alive but she was uh there was a big uh, story about her recently that she may have faked it some people believe she was she's actually the daughter of the person she claims to be wow wow (laughs) but she's makes this little french village she lives in very famous and people are constantly interviewing her or at least were as of like last year. So
1: that I would know. be amazing. Uh, I, I I would tip my hat to that con. I think more than I would to surviving 114 years.
0: Yes, and and there's a because she her records are in some you know monastery and someone's like, ah, she just went in there and faked. <laughs> it's like what a weird thing to do.
1: Well, imagine sizing up the point where you're like, all right, I think I look old enough to pass right. from my mom now. Like I look yeah. uh, careworn enough to I've been out in the sun.
0: Yeah, and then also doing that way back knowing like this is going to be this is going to be great uh, 80 years from now. Right.
1: I I honestly thought I would get something that would, uh, would that would bring me to the grave. I did not expect to be this vital.
0: <laughs> oh, anyway. All right. That's all yeah. I have for chapter 10.
1: Yeah, it ends with him just giving us sort of building up her, her Mary Sue bona fides a bit more. Um, he says, a ridiculously potent scent to demand my attention, a silent mind to inflame my curiosity, a quiet beauty to hold my eyes, a selfless soul to earn my awe. And just, you know, he, he just doesn't add in like the rock and bod that you would mm-hmm. um, just uh, just... We know it. We get it. You like her. She's attractive. Everyone's into her. She has a selfless soul. You probably could have left that off because it's not like she's actually going and, and volunteering and stuff. She was just nice to the nerd who wanted to go to Comic-Con. Like,
0: <laughs> Right, yeah. And otherwise, she just is a very typical mopey teenager with very typical problems. And uh, right. as a 109-year-old, you should be a little wiser than two. <laughs> exactly just turn into a sack of emotions in front of her
1: <laughs> right um but yeah that's it for chapter 10 um uh, but uh, we can move right into chapter 11 interrogations that sort of uh, it does pick up where we left off with the story of what happened to lanny
0: this is a unusual for this book i i like the opening sentence cnn broke the story first it's <laughs> like oh what, what? yeah and uh, yeah so it's the comeuppance of. Uh, of Lanny but here's what I don't understand it Orlando Calderas Wallace That was nice s-
1: suspected murderer Yeah so is that Lanny Uh yeah or Lanny is uh short for Orlando <laughs> Lanny
0: I've never heard that as a Orlando <laughs> I was picturing Lanny as like some uh like a construction worker you know, with the uh, just kind of a dumbass Bubba construction worker guy, but
1: uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Or it could be one of those things where they they abbreviate his last name or something, like Lansford or something. Yeah. Anyway, that, it just but it's a the, twist. The, it's the like a florid
0: in, name just uh, it surprised me.
1: Yeah, it's like in the Big Lebowski where uh, they spend the whole movie referring to Steve Buscemi's character as Dauntney, and then. Uh, after he dies, it's revealed that his name is like Theodore Donald Grabowski or something like that. <laughs> Just like it's the the small details that you sort of enjoy. I don't know. I like that here.
0: But yeah, they uh, so they do kind of a Spider Man thing on him. They yeah uh, he, they drug him. Uh, <laughs> Carlisle takes his little um, uh, who's who's the uh, Bert Lancaster in Field of Dreams? So what's the yeah Moonlight Graham? He takes his little Moonlight Graham bag, <laughs> <laughs> makes up a little cocktail and. Uh, uh, puts it into uh, Orlando's thigh and dumps him by the police station with like a note on
1: him. This serial rapist's choking to death. Uh, but yeah, uh, they and it turns out he has uh, he has multiple outstanding warrants, and uh, so they're going to deal with him once they realize that. And and Edward caught, catches himself hoping he would be extradited to Texas, where the death penalty was so popular. <laughs> So that's, uh, in, in between his uh, his deep love and affection and watching a girl sleep, he's, you know, swearing uh, blood vengeance on this guy who uh, he wants to die.
0: Yes, and remember, he, you know, had fantasies while he's driving at 150 miles an hour in his Volvo of, like, tearing them apart like fresh bread, you know. Like, like he, he had to stuff that down with every uh, ounce of will that he had, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, suppressing the bile of vengeance himself. Yeah,
0: like the the Venom was like... Oh, he's gagging on his own Venom about wanting to just rip these guys apart. No, he was yeah. going to torture them. That's right.
1: <laughs> so it th- probably leads to him, you know, like dr- going to Texas, faking the identity, posing as trying to be the jury foreman so he can steer them towards the death penalty. That would be right. a good twist too. <laughs> <laughs> Puts
0: on a different identity, makes himself very presentable, <laughs> yes.
1: Damn it, Austin, this is not... We need to change a venue. This is way too... Uh, uh, against the death penalty in this location.
0: Hang on, I'm got to do a different persona and uh, got to get my law degree quickly
1: here. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, the uh, go ahead.
0: Uh, no, I just where do we go from there? So then he, oh,
1: he's he picks her up to go to. He school. picks her up
0: to go to. Uh, yes, yeah, that's right. And uh, this we- the picking up of Bella becomes like a major part.
1: Of the God, God. Uh, but yeah, the the my my note from it was we sort of get a an a good glimpse into the mindset of a horny vampire uh because he's he's very much sizing up her outfit and how he's going to um react to it. Mm-hmm. The long sweater was too big for her, unflattering. It masked her slender figure, turning all her delicate curves and soft lines into a shapeless jumble. (laughs) I I appreciated this almost as much as I wished that she had worn something more like the soft blue blouse she had on last night. The fabric had clung to her skin in such an appealing way, cut low enough to reveal the mesmerizing shape of her collarbones. Curling out from the hollow of her throat, the blue had flowed like water among the subtle shape of her body. Settle down, man. You are... You are a uh, eighty-seven years older than her. I don't know what eighty-nine, maybe ninety-five. I don't know.
0: And uh, maybe this is a vampire thing, but if if you had, let's say, you or I or anyone, just we'll we'll take it out of the. Just anyone had been on a um, a quasi date with uh, Bella the night before, and then the next morning, someone had asked you. Yeah, what was she wearing last night? You'd go, I I don't know.
1: I I do not know. However, the hollow of her throat. Oh, I would tell you if you could see that. Oh, but that collarbone. Oh,
0: the way it sort of connected uh, up to the other bones of her sternum. Oh, man. Holy cow.
1: Okay, man. I just, uh, yeah, I I was wondering just, yeah, just, nope, I'm going to back away now. I uh I wasn't paying
0: attention because I went home with that waitress who gave me your number in marinara sauce so uh, uh the blush count rises again a uh, faint pink touched her cheek when bella registered jessica's expression Oh, boy so i'm just um, i'll I'll lightly touch on those but trust it's me it happens worth, every two paragraphs
1: yeah it's worth keeping track of uh, but yeah, the other the other people want details. Jessica wants a lot of details, and Edward is sort of keeping track of their thoughts. She's, Jessica thinks, you are so going to spill details. I have to have details. Edward freaking Cullen. So I appreciated that uh, Je- Jessica is chast in her thoughts and does not even swear as she's thinking to herself. Right,
0: yep, yep. Rat barrels, basically, is what she says. <laughs> but, yeah,
1: exactly. But uh, we also get uh, um, uh, her and Jessica like ha- ha- having a conversation but also thinking i guess i guess he reads Jessica's thoughts as she's hearing Bella so he can hear Bella talk to her from another classroom uh, right
0: and bella bella sort of knows that he can hear so uh-huh. she's being slightly circumspect or sort of playing a little game with him yeah, right she's
1: being yeah coy coy on top of uh, so yeah she's being coy to Jessica and Jessica's frustrated by that as uh, without knowing that but you could still hear Jessica's thoughts So you hear this, uh, okay, Bella says, okay, I've got one. You should have seen the waitress flirting with him. Marinara waitress makes a reappearance. Yes. It, (laughs) It was over the top, but he didn't pay any attention to her at all. What a strange detail to share. I was surprised Bella had even noticed. It seemed an inconsequential thing. Interesting. That's a good sign. Was she pretty? Hmm. Jessica thought more of it than I did. Very, Bella told her, and probably 19 or 20 Jessica was momentarily distracted by a memory of Mike on their date Monday night. Mike Mike being a little too friendly with a waitress who Jessica did not consider pretty at all. So we just get more. (laughs) Mike sucks big time. He finally goes out on a date with this person and all he does is hit on an uggo waitress. He is just a
0: horrible, lecherous (laughs) creep, Mike Newton. Who in the movie was sort of, I, I don't know, not inconsequential, but was just sort of a... A doofy a, dumbass. Yeah,
1: saying. he was a poor man's Shy boof.
0: Yes. Uh, before that, though, I, I do like. I I actually liked this little touch. She quickly directed the conversation to Jessica, and I grinned so wide that Rob Sawyer, who sat at the <laughs> desk to my right, flinched visibly and slid deeper into his seat away from me. Ugh, <laughs> creepy.
1: So, <laughs> oh, I, we got. I want. I, I, who's playing Rob Sawyer in the movie? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a uh, a cameo for Stephanie Meyer's nephew or something who wants to get into <laughs> acting. That's, I believe, his first mention. I hope it's his last. But I,
0: I again, I can't do it as it's not a Sonic challenge. But I ask people to imagine how you'd sit there smiling so wide. <laughs> By yourself <laughs> That somebody next to you Notices it And goes Ugh, Creepy <laughs> uh, I guess he's a, a Creepy dude at times
1: Yeah I mean he's If he's not putting off The alluring air That made the waitress And everybody uh, You know When he was around Bella He was able to Suppress his vampire creepiness And so now I guess he's Not giving that off To Rob Sawyer Right
0: <laughs> Rob Sawyer The names I don't know why The names <laughs> crack me up
1: she, The full names It's funny Yeah it is but uh, so we we get more of there the the girls fawning over him. Uh, we get just the uh, the his his Mary Soon is here. Uh, Jessica says something like, "How do you sit there across from a male model and make conversation?" I enjoyed that they they women referred to him as a male model, as if we would, you know. I, I guess that's still something people say. Uh, and she says, "I I do have some trouble with incoherency when I'm around him." Oh well, Jessica side, he is unbelievably gorgeous. Stop doing all of this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> everyone in this book is is yeah, a, a one of the most attractive people that's ever existed. Unbelievably gorgeous. <laughs> again, we be. Yeah, we've seen the movie, we know who you cast. It's uh all right, he's fine. Yeah. Move along.
0: <laughs> uh okay, I'm just noting it. Bella gnawed her lip for a moment again. So. great. Yeah, and then quickly after another blush. And then uh, Belle and Jessica, this is where I just wrote, oh, come on. Belle and Jessica didn't speak again, but Jessica peeked at Bella several times and once noticed that her face was brilliant scarlet again for no apparent reason.
1: (laughs) I I took this note at the end of, I think, five solid pages of her recounting the date that we have already spent way too long at, uh, but it ends with this. So you like him then? Uh, Edward. I was rigid again. Bella didn't look at Jessica. Yes. I mean, do you really like him? Yes. Look at that blush. How much do you like him? Jessica demanded. And he is, again, 109, but he is really into this. The English room could have gone up in flames, and I wouldn't have noticed.
0: oh man the blushing i think i missed that one because then a couple sentences later her skin was pink across her cheekbones
1: good god you
0: Uh. have to find a new handle on this character (laughs) right lip biting and blushing it does not a character make i mean come on
1: it's, uh, I mean, is is the blushing related to the translucent skin and the blood and all that? Him, her being more appealing because of that.
0: Well, I think if if we if this were a different type of show, we'd have a doctor on and we'd say, "Here's a, we have a patient <laughs> for you to diagnose." Right. Here's her condition. Her, her skin is very translucent. She seems constantly nervous, and uh, uh, her, her skin flushes very, very, very often. Yeah. She falls down a lot. Um. What you know? What's your
1: diagnosis? Like, yeah, G- get her tested. This sounds very dangerous and 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 abnormal. She might have <laughs> some sort of brain tumor. I think. Like, <laughs> yes. plus, like, and I mean, I don't remember the last time I blushed. It was probably you know uh, twenty years ago. Like, out of you know embarrassment about you know. Someone being like, do you like her? And then you, you're blushing, gives that away. It was probably more than 25 years ago. But like, it's a physical sensation that is not comfortable either. Like, your, your face gets hot, and it's like, if she, it's happening to her all the time, it's, it's, <laughs> she like needs to go and splash water on herself or something.
0: Yeah. And at the same time, so she's this. Little, you know, crumpled thing in a giant sweater, like, eh, (laughs) eh, blinking and blushing and creasing her face and everything. But then at the same time, he is utterly undone by her, like, she got me again. She's so disarming, and she seems to be as wily as hell one second, and the next she's like, she's just a sack of flesh. (laughs) I don't understand what she is.
1: Right, yeah. Goddess or, uh, you know, Jessica Rabbit or, yeah, again, like Streganona and a babushka. But yeah, no, but he's oftentimes rigid and firm at the uh, at the sight of this. And I cannot tell if that's uh, uh, the furthest she's willing, Stephanie Meyer's willing to go to make a sex joke or if it is. Um, it has to be. It has to be. But it, the rest of it, all the fantasies are off screen and all that. So I cannot tell if she's going for that.
0: Well, I assumed because it comes up so often that it was referring to his locking his jaw seems to be his. Okay. Thing, all right. So. Very that would lucky. be another uh, doctor, as long as we got you on the line. Um, we know this guy who's constantly, his jaw is locking up, and he's growling and hissing through his teeth.
1: Like, Well, that sounds like tetanus and rabies combined. I, I need you yeah. to
0: get both of these individuals into my office immediately. Yeah,
1: I, uh, yeah. and tell him to stop clacking his teeth at people, because that's a very good way to, to chip a tooth. I mean, I'm, I'm a doctor. I'm not a dentist, but, I mean, that's common sense. Don't Don't go around clicking your teeth loud enough that people in the classroom can hear it.
0: Also that is a uh, a trademarked move uh, by a top gun character. Uh,
1: <laughs> yes, that's well known in the in the dental profession. Again, not a dentist, but uh, <laughs> yes. you know, they do mingle at our conferences sometimes.
0: Uh, another description ever as long as we're talking about her as if any woman could hope to capture my attention from Bella. Absurd again. <laughs> so there's no no woman on the face of the earth who is right. as hot as her yeah it's just absurd to even think that that could happen
1: right i i don't even i don't even know angelina jolie at her at her absolute height walks through the 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 school in a in a oscar dress and he's just like waving at her without even looking get out of here (laughs) go bother mike newton as if oh god (laughs) Uh, but they, so they end up, uh, going to Jim or I guess she's, she's worried about Jim, uh, I guess before they have lunch because she's, you know, obviously a klutz, uh, bordering on it being a serious medical condition. But I like this line. We all hated Jim Emmett, especially throwing games was an affront to his personal philosophy and, uh, they do not drill down more about it, but I really wish we had, um, just a, a paragraph about Emmett's personal philosophy I know because um, he seems to be just an amiable dumbass but uh if he, he he's he's established one I thought that like one line from it might just be bears are bad news right uh, <laughs> avoid them
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh but that's when we're introduced to again the character she does not give us are, are it's just so painful uh coach clap. before my head could explode with impatience coach clap called the games and sent us out early (laughs) so come on
1: more coach clap more right a joke i i don't i can't you know my my gym teacher stereotype is there was a gym teacher on the wonder years who was a really good just oh yeah yeah the guy in the tiny shorts and wearing a baseball hat and stuff but
0: uh, yeah he is he, he is actually that is my 100% 100% my experience of every gym coach that I had. <laughs> I'm sure they changed over the years, but in my youth, that guy was the gym coach. That was, <laughs> it was spot on.
1: Right. Um, so once, the, once Coach Clapp dismisses them, is that when they go to lunch?
0: Yes. Okay. And so that is your... where we get uh, the most extended uh, kind of, um, again, mysterious, mister-esque thing of not knowing whether the other person likes you
1: Yeah. Um, Oh,
0: God. (laughs) That was page after page. Yeah. Like, why would you think that I didn't think that you like me as much as I like you?
1: How could you even say that? And then it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. So the impetus of that was uh, uh, him asking her, do you truly believe that you care more for me than I do for you? And uh, so once he asked that, buckle up because it takes... Five, six, seven pages to resolve that question
0: what is what is that <laughs> to what end stephanie uh, meyer to what end
1: it's i mean it sort of establishes so I, as I was reading this, I read this we were um we went to a on vacation last week for our anniversary, and uh Lauren had brought along a book of essays, so I'm going to read something from uh from this book and then read what was in this person's book of essays. Uh, I'm absolutely ordinary, she explained she thought she was ordinary. She thought I was somehow preferable to her? In whose estimation? Silly, narrow-minded, blind humans like Jessica or Ms. Cope? How could she not realize that she was the most beautiful, the most exquisite? Those words weren't even enough. So it's that hoary cliche of, uh, well, the batting your eyelids and going, you think I'm pretty? Like, And so the book of essays that Lauren had brought along to read was by a writer named Gia Tolentino, who writes for New- The New Yorker. And she wrote one of the essays about... Uh, like female protagonists in literature. Mm -hmm. And it called out this exact thing, even though this book hadn't been written yet. Bella and Anastasia from Fifty Shades of Grey are both so paper doll-like that they can barely make choices. They are certainly unable to grasp the romantic fates they're walking into. They are blind to this blindness, just as the dystopian heroines are blind to their own bravery, and all of them are in turn magically blind to the fact that they're very beautiful. To the male characters in these books who fall in love with Katniss and Anastasia and Bella, as with the pop singers who praise girls for not knowing they're pretty, these blinders form a crucial part of their appeal.
0: Wow. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah. It's I I, I think about those those I guess there are songs like that. I mean the, your your Bieber's and your plain white tees I think are you know capitalizing on that. But it's just such a stupid. Uh, <laughs> it's beyond the pale, I guess. If ever it, seen, she, she's been asked to prom three times at this point, but as they're as they're having lunch, there was a scene that I really wished was in the movie. That um, I'm just going to read the whole thing uh, because she asks him more questions about vampire lore and whether he can eat, and so she like makes him eat something, and he says, "I reached for the closest thing and held her eyes while I bit off a small piece of whatever it was without looking. I couldn't tell." It was as slimy and chunky and repulsive as any other human food. I chewed swiftly and swallowed, trying to keep the grimace off my face. The gob of food moved slowly and uncomfortably down my throat. I sighed as I thought of how I would have to choke it back up later. Disgusting. Yes. golden corral's new slogan <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah it's like so yeah that, the movies had a what a five-minute baseball scene we couldn't get him trying to uh choke down a piece of pizza <laughs>
0: yes uh so but he had never eaten anything before right they would just sit in the lunchroom
1: Yeah, he would just uh yeah i'm a i'm a breatharian or something is his sort of lie about that
0: yeah um, I just have to note it. The blush count goes up again. <laughs> Another one. She flushed and changed the subject just to, to get it on the nose there. Also, Great. he is also doing a lot of laughing humorlessly, which, oh, he just, okay. which he did again. Uh, you don't see very clearly, you know, I told her I'll admit you're dead on about the bad things. I laughed humorlessly. So, so we- there we go.
1: Yeah, we understand. There was no humor there. There has been no humor in the book. Uh, we all laughs we are going to assume is humorlessly going forward. Yep, and their
0: conversations. I'll just I'll go on from there because it's so, it's as painful as it was in the movies. It really does. She recreates that. My smile must have been smug. Her face was blank with surprise. I don't believe it. She mumbled. So. This is just the most uncomfortable conversation. (laughs) Blank stares, mumbling, smug smiles.
1: Yeah, these people are very unappealing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think uh, some people have probably had the experience of like uh, going out with someone that you're, you know, attracted to, and then you sit down and you're like. Oh this is there's no connection here at all, like uh you know, sure, this would be great if if this worked out because they're they're very attractive, but oh no they're all we're doing is just sort of like nervously looking at our plates and and clinking our forks, so uh, too bad that this is not gonna happen again,
0: yep, you gotta do the uh how do you how long do I have to stay here right uh, We're obviously going to refuse dessert, but uh <laughs> I guess, I got a solid ninety before I get out of here,
1: right. Uh, But we we do get one detail that uh, they do not expand upon that I would have been fine devoting the rest of the book to. Uh, Bella's expression was shocked, impressed. I wanted to roll my eyes. Of course, we would have perfected such deceptions. If someone dared you to eat dirt, you could, couldn't you? Her nose wrinkled and she smiled. I did once, on a dare. It wasn't so bad. Unaddressed. (laughs) Someone dared Bella at at between, you know between 15 and five to eat dirt and she did but it wasn't that bad yeah i'm just i am I'm, I'm furious i it would have I, I went looking on the dark web there was nothing there but I, 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 was ta- I was i was i i definitely thought about it because that needed to be fleshed <laughs> out <laughs>
0: oh i hope that uh, whatever if there is anything in the dark web Please put Coach Clapp and uh, <laughs> who's the guy who said, ugh, creepy and rolled down in his seat? Rob uh, Ryan Roy or something. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> Please put those people in there. Get a little more Emmett. Flesh this thing out.
1: Right. Emmett's personal philosophy.
0: Yeah. Dirt eating. Re dirt eating. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then finally, so she learns about their, he's just kind of spilling everything here. And this is obviously tedious because we know all of this. So it's like a uh it's like an interview in a uh you know uh, a job interview that uh is clearly not going to happen. He's just like so how does this work? What do you do then? Uh-huh. Okay. And how do you eat? All right. Interesting. <laughs> uh but then she she stuffs an environmental message in her little teen monster book. Okay. Cuz he says of course, we have to be careful not to impact the environment with injudicious hunting, <laughs> I told her, my voice detached and clinical. I guess that's a sonic challenge. Let me see if yeah. I can do it. Okay. Of course, we have to be careful not to impact the environment with injudicious hunting. <laughs> was that detached and clinical?
1: That was very detached and clinical. And, you know, we try to, to, to
0: focus on areas with an overpopulation of predators ranging as far away as we need. So again... Like are they consulting with the d n r and you know <laughs> right we feel like this area might have an abundance of predators? uh we have noticed the prairie chickens are down by fifteen percent, so yes, you can take a, you can call some uh <laughs> right some coyotes from this area
1: right yeah, one of the, we got one of those guys that'll take you up in a helicopter to shoot wolves from if you want, but no, 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 <laughs> we're fine, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, they yeah, asked this was the whole this was conversation was happening because uh charlie said it was uh, not a good place to hunt because of bears and he says oh no it's fine and bella pulled her expression together you know bears are not in season she said severely narrowing her eyes so she's read up on oregon's hunting seasons uh in, <laughs> and feels very strongly about it yes, as Well, yes. she says it severely um and then they cap off that conversation by saying, "If you've ever seen a bear attack on television, you should be able to visualize Emmett hunting." Um, so, yeah, what, what's your favorite uh, bear attack you've seen on television? I, I've got like a list of my top two dozen. Well, um, of that common thing we've all seen.
0: I just watched uh, because you sent me that thing about Coy- Coyote Peterson. Uh, that that his oh first, yeah 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 his first. Uh,
1: the bug, the guy who gets stung by guy who uh, lets, uh, insects uh, on YouTube.
0: Yes, giant desert uh, uh, centipedes Wasps, sting yeah. him till they're... Yes, like absolutely something you shouldn't do. His first thing, the thing that launched him to stardom was... A bear attack video <laughs> where it was a like a trained bear, that, you know, like a movie bear. Yeah. And, and he did all the different possible scenarios. So that, I guess, since I just watched it two days right. ago, that's my favorite bear attack.
1: I actually do have a favorite, too. It was earliest days of, of YouTube. And there was a, I presume, like Russian talk show where they bring a trained bear on. Oh, yes. See him next to a woman. And she's sort of like, teehee, like looking at it. And then the bear looks at her. And it does like a... Perfectly comedic double take at her, and on the second one, there's launches into attacking her. <laughs> that one is brutal. Uh, oh that's that's fun. I'll put that link in the. Uh, I'll, I'll tweet that link out. Sweet. Uh, I only have one more thing about this. If you are, if you are done, I'm done. I just liked. Um, she, there is a a moment here that is again like, how old are these teenagers? Because Bella says uh, she was. He admitted he overheard her eavesdropping. She was immediately on the defensive. I'm not surprised you heard something you didn't like. You know what they say about eavesdroppers. Then it cuts to Edward's thoughts. Eavesdroppers never hear any good of themselves. That was the saying. So they're both like silence do good. Uh, you know proverbs from uh, colonial times they're both intimately familiar with i've i never heard that saying that, i have never heard i noted that <laughs> one as well like,
0: <laughs> they're both so familiar with it that they don't even need to right yes yes i know I yeah know.
1: it's like you know uh you could complete uh, a penny saved as i know a penny earned but like a stitch in time yes yes indeed. yeah <laughs> so well Let's move on to uh to to halfway through this week's assignment. It's probably time for real or fanfic and now I bet they pitch because my flow switching and trying to tell me what to write. I bought some fan fiction. Can't they just be happy? I no longer
2: have to face a fiction that I'm living in
0: my life I'm living right fresh energy. off my triumph fresh on. off
1: a five for five oh, almost unprecedented I, I don't believe know it even is how, unprecedented. how right? I feel like there's maybe been like a a handful, you know, we're, you know, a stop clock and all that um, to complete another time old adage. Uh, But uh, we are going to read five passages. They're either going to be from uh, future passages of Midnight Sun or they're going to be from fanfic that is either written by our listeners or discovered elsewhere on the web since there is an abundance of Twilight fanfic um, out there. I'm ready. All right. Here's number one. "'Bella deserved a human mate, someone of flesh and blood who would not corrupt her, as my selfish instincts urged me to. "'And yet, as I scanned the thoughts of the adolescent males that surrounded her, it turned my stomach. "'Their lust both revolted and enticed me, as I knew they could connect to her in a way that an undead beast like myself never could.' though i could not dream my greatest nightmare was not merely that she would settle for a rutting troglodyte like mike newton but that i might become trapped inside his pure all mind if only to see those warm brown eyes stare at me in adoration and i would only be able to stare back through those malicious beady eyes of his <laughs>
0: a new a new feature of mike newton a uh, beady-eyed little lecherous <laughs> puke who like, flirted with waitresses while he was on a date.
1: Right. Uh, ugly waitresses. Yeah. Um, I feel
0: like there are passages similar to this. And so uh, I'm just not to say that she does not repeat herself. She certainly right. does. But I'm going to say fanfic just on the odds that, uh, that there was something else that inspired this. And that's what this, this person is doing. Okay. So fanfic.
1: Okay. Number two. One day when they were young adolescents, younger than Bella was now, perhaps prompted by a teenage rom-com on TV, though Alice had told me the consumption of media would change quite a bit in the next decade, she was waiting for certain companies to form so she could invest in them. One of the children would ask Bella what her high school prom was like. Bella would smile and say, "I wasn't really into dances. I didn't go to prom." And the children would be dissatisfied. Their mother never had any good stories about her teenage years. "Haven't she ever hadn't she ever done anything interesting?" Bella would have no funny, lighthearted stories, just a dearth of normal experiences, just secrecy and danger and tales so fantastical she might one day wonder whether they had ever been more than her imagination. Or Bella could laugh when her child asked, and her eyes would suddenly seem far away. It was crazy, she would say. I didn't really want to go. You know I'm no dancer. But my lunatic best friend kidnapped me for a makeover, and my boyfriend took me over my protests. It wasn't so bad in the end. I'm glad I went." At the very least, to see the decorations, they were like a budget version of the movie Carrie. No, you can't watch Carrie, not yet. What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that is a, a weird speculation. On Oh uh, uh, well, now the question is: Is it? Uh, are they trying to? Is it a hook? <laughs> Speaking of our fishing the other day, yeah, uh, we just did a fishing with rift tracks thing. Sorry, I'm musing here. I, I'm going to say. And I love the fact that Alice uses her powers to, uh, to speculate on entertainment <laughs> companies.
1: Getting that Netflix stock early. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm going to have to say fanfic.
0: Okay.
1: Number three. I've already expended a great deal of personal effort at this point to keep you alive, I reminded her in a playful tone. I'm not about to let you behind the wheel of a vehicle when you can't even walk straight. Besides, friends don't let friends drive drunk. I concluded, quoting the Ad Council slogan. It was a dated reference for her. She'd been only three when the campaign was launched. Drunk, she protested. I grinned a crooked smile at her. You're intoxicated by my very presence.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh this, the dumb specificity. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, all right. I'll say that that's real. Wow.
1: The Ad Council.
0: That is pretty
1: dumb, but... uh. (laughs) All right, number four. How strange and wonderful to hear a heartbeat in the house. Esme overflowed with so much warmth it made me jealous. I wondered again how so much love could come from a stone heart. Just like at school, Bella drew everything to her. I looked away and tried to block them out. I should be paying extra attention. I'd brought a meal into the house after all, and at dinner time. I hadn't expected my thoughts to be distracted like this. I was suffering from sharing my family and sharing Bella. This was a mistake, even though I had to make sure the right vision became the real one. And this was part of that. A variety of human food was out on the countertop. The family pretending to be something better and real. They should have listened to me and just acted normal. Bella should have known what we are and properly fear that. She's already eaten, I said, making Bella glance sharply at me. Of course she got angry at that, rather than at something reasonable. Like the vampires trying to make her feel she's one of them.
0: Hmm. Oh, that's a little drier. <laughs> is it possible for me to change an answer?
1: I think so. I mean, I you know, yeah, the, these have no bearing on each other. They exist in a vacuum.
0: All right. I'm going to say that this one is real and the previous one is fanfic.
1: Okay. The, so the Ad Council one is fanfic? Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm just playing the odds here.
1: Okay, that's, yeah, that's, I think it's, it's good to go because you, you, you never how, know how I'm arranging these either.
0: Yes, I know, I know.
1: Uh, number five, final one. I locked my gaze with hers, keeping watch for any sign of fear or regret or revulsion and leaned forward. If she didn't want this, it would stop. It would be torture, but I would manage it for her sake. What I saw in her eyes was more startling to me than I anticipated. I saw love. I saw desire. I saw trust. Before I l- lost my nerve, I lowered my cheek to rest against her throat, just under her chin. Heat, pulsing, blood, life. Bella.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Susan Fletcher's legs. Um, I, I uh, crap. There's a lot of that in there, so it's just you know, it's just rehashing, and it, it does happen a lot. So sister,
1: uh, if it makes it clear, it. Heat, It's they're all sentences. Heat, period. Pulsing, period. Blood, period. Life, period. Sure. New, new paragraph, one line of that paragraph, Bella.
0: Yes. Uh, all right. I'll bite. I'll say that that's real.
1: All right. All right. Let's see. Well, you know, as we said, five out of five is an outlier. Uh, we're going to go through here one by one. <laughs> okay. uh, number one, uh, this was the tr- running troglodyte, Mike Newton. Uh, you said fanfic. That was indeed fanfic written by Khan.
0: Beady little eyes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, it, maybe it tipped his hand too much. But he hates Mike Newton, and Mike Newton hates him. So, number two, this is the uh, going to prom. Uh, Alice investing in Netflix. You said fanfic. That is real. Oh my god. That is that was submitted by listener Melody, but it comes from the uh, epilogue. So uh, keep in mind, keep in mind, Bella has been asked to prom three times already. The prom has not yet happened by the time this book is over. Oh, my God. Which that's exactly what I said. I just was like, are you kidding me? I assumed the prom was like tomorrow in this timeline. And there are 400 pages left of this book. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's still ending with the question of will they go to prom? Will you go to prom is unresolved. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Uh, number three. Uh, this was uh the ad council. Uh, you're drunk on my very presence. You said you changed to fanfic. This was real, submitted by <laughs> listener, submitted by listener Steve. <laughs> that is unbelievable. The quoting the ad council slogan. It was a dated reference, but that's. I mean, that's hilarious. Oh. Oh well, at least can
0: listeners at least sympathize with my plight here.
1: I am sure. I sure you were playing is...
0: at home. Is anyone n- nailing these? I mean, this is
1: hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I that honestly, if that was submitted as fanfic, I may be like, send me one that's you know, but don't don't try to be funny here. Yeah, like, come on, yeah, don't, come on. Uh, but anyway, uh, number four, uh, you said this was um, variety of human food. She's already eaten. He brings her home for lunch or whatever. Uh, you said real. This was fanfic written by Marie.
0: <sighs> Very bad week for me.
1: Yeah. And then uh, the final one, uh, this was uh, heat, pulsing, blood, life, Bella. You said real. That was fanfic written by Josh. So I believe you just got one correct this week, <laughs> the first one.
2: Wow. All
0: right. So, yep. Uh, Darts at a chalkboard. Darts a Yeah, return to the mean, right? Uh, I'm just so you do one good you're going to get destroyed the next week it's I all going to even out <laughs> well can't it's also you can beat the house
1: yeah it's it's been a couple so people are have dialed in their uh, calibration as well for what's going to hopefully fool you
0: true all right 12 complications mm-hmm.
1: complications yeah this one starts with a bang uh because it's movie day in school and uh <laughs> oh yes i <I'm> was <laughs> very
0: excited by this
1: <laughs> mr banner Entered, pulling an ancient TV and VCR. And I, I, I think of a certain era, you can even picture the cart he's pulling it in on and the sticker that's on that cart warning that it might tip over. Sure. I certainly can. I, yeah. uh, he was skipping through a section he wasn't particularly interested in, genetic disorders, by showing a movie for the next three days. And what are they watching? Lorenzo's oil was not a cheerful piece, but that didn't stop the excitement in the room. The No notes, no testable material. The humans exulted. So kids love two parents search for a chi- cure for their child's ALD. Starring? Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. I had to look it up. <laughs> I, I, I knew the name, but I didn't know anything about it. But that's, yeah, he was back when he was getting cast in tear uh, uh, Tearjerkers. Imagine that now. Yeah. Uh,
0: unbelievable. And uh, I like the fact, again, throwing in, the humans exalted like okay yes we did <laughs> right
1: yeah. <laughs> but yeah i mean i remember like you know the senior year science class like this is done we're gonna watch uh dante's peak or you know it's got a volcano we were studying geography you know uh rocks or whatever like this is you know we all know what we're doing here but they're still excited about lorenzo's oil what was that movie with uh harrison ford and brendan Fraser oh <laughs> nick oh, nolte doing remember. that brendan Fraser line like uh
0: uh, we're good. We're,
2: we're going to get you better, champ.
0: Yes. <laughs> the doctor said we're going
1: to get you some new medicine. <laughs> <laughs> there's a very
0: strange line reading in that movie. I know this is
1: extremely specific, yeah. but. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it made a big impact. But then you, it, it, Harrison Ford sort of was uh, Nick Nolteing with the, I already work around the clock. That's right. <laughs> that's
0: right. That line. Yeah. We're going to
1: need to work around the clock together.
2: get <laughs> <laughs> Um, Wow.
0: Yeah. But uh, unbelievable that uh, the classroom explodes with exultation over Lorenzo's oil, (laughs) (laughs) which, again, feels like it's a uh, one of those uh, insane asides on Family Guy or something like. Right. You know, hey, uh, we're all going to get together and go to. Why do you have a copy of Lorenzo's oil? (laughs) 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 Anyway yeah oh nick nolte again they don't drill down i think that's just it they just uh they watch it they don't describe it or anything
1: yeah it just gives them an opportunity like the lights are down so they're trying to uh sit next to each other and they both want to touch each other and we get that for pages
0: yes oh man the the sitting there horny in the dark is unbelievable (laughs) it just goes on forever
1: yeah it, it builds to him sort of like tracing her cheek with a finger before she goes to gym and like uh you know, going home with that feeling to do whatever with. Um,
0: and uh, we get a—this is a nice mashup here of—this uh, was for the blush count, but it also gets little Newton in there, too. I caught Mike Newton's thoughts. They were the loudest. Well, he watched Bella walk past him in oblivion, her eyes unfocused, and her cheeks red. <laughs> Again, so, yeah. get this girl into a doctor.
1: Yeah, it, it's— uh it, that's just walking through the, the hallway too. I guess maybe after she leaves him. But uh yeah, the the blushing can't be good and it can't be comfortable. No. Um uh,
0: so my next thing is just about the whole there's a big uh shtick of getting the one a Ben guy to ask out the other girl.
1: My god yeah. We get to oh, vampire man.
0: Cyrano here. Oh, but it's so painful. Sitcom,
1: bad, awful. <laughs> yeah, it, it. So, so Angela, I think, helped him out by like saying, "Oh, Bella, you should, you should go to dinner with him or something." Um, so yeah. he wants to reward her by getting the guy she's in love with to ask her to the dance or something.
0: Yes, or to prom. Which they they kind of he he says it like a now I'm going to put my plan in motion earlier. And you're like, <laughs> what what could this possibly, This is so stupid. But uh, he uh, he makes her appealing. He makes her save the cat by saying, like, she seemed really nice and she helped people out. And she was looking forward to going to the beach with her little brother uh, oh, this right. weekend or something. Like, OK, yeah. <laughs> this is like the Hallmark movie version of how yep. you set up a character. Right. And yeah. So he wants to do something nice for her. So she, she has Emmett do uh, the fake. It's so bad. I can't yeah. even describe how bad it is
1: he does the fake you're interested in here and then they, they literally have a he's right behind me isn't he yes um, thing yeah. uh, <laughs> which like uh they sort of set that up and, and edward just sort of turns and glares at him and they've like never spoken and, and do not speak but then it somehow still all works out
0: to get uh so ben asks angela out and that's a gift to her Is mm-hmm. also a, a nice thing like if he, if she wanted to go out with him, she'd probably be able to find a way, right?
1: Right. I mean, they they do have that dance where the girls ask the guys coming up. So I'm not sure why she was sort of uh, playing coy through all that. But it's also
0: like, hey, are you thinking of asking anyone out? You know, I'm I'm interested. It's it's not that hard, but right. But um, anyway, yeah, seventeen pages devoted to really the dumbest. The dumbest uh, high school, uh, you know, like, oh boy, I sure do like that girl, you know. <laughs> and again, the the ancient being with two master's degrees or doctorates, doctorates. Okay, right. Yeah,
1: maybe a doctor was one in uh, you know sitcom cliches. So yeah, that could be. Uh, that, so then he, he, he eavesdrops on Bella's gym class through Mike Newton and says, <laughs> Mike's mind had gotten far too familiar over the last few weeks. With a sigh, I resigned myself to listening through him. So it's good when your characters are already weary of the, uh, of the plot um, right. <laughs> 300 pages into this. But this is, again, this is, it, it defies, granted, it's a book about vampires, but this just defies what we know to be a person to be capable of. Uh, in terms of Bella's clumsiness, I watched the path of Bella's racket with alarm. Sure enough, it hit the taut net and sprung back at her, clipping her forehead before it spun out to strike Mike's arm with a resounding thwack. It just—it—it—it's beyond the realm, you know. It's not like she's on roller skates permanently or something.
0: It—that uh, is so. It was so on the nose that that one really annoyed me. Like, I'm clumsy. I better not play badminton because something might happen. And then immediately she hits the net so hard that it slams into her head. And, and hurts it's him. still going like, fast him. enough after yeah. ramming off her skull. Like,
1: she's got to get into the, again, get into the emergency room. <laughs> uh, yeah, it hurts, Mike. He, like, you know, he sort of, like, sits and is like, I don't want to let on how much that actually hurt.
0: It's... It's very bizarre, and also, did she just give up on trying to find a, a reasonable way to make her clumsy or something? Like, that, as you described, that does not make any sense. Bouncing right. off and yeah,
1: and and the way that it ties into you know attracting uh, violent mobs who want to kill you when you go out in public is you know it, it's a, it's a bit of a reverse slippery slope there. Like that's a, it's a that escalated quickly type of thing.
0: Um, Coach Clap though does appear. <laughs> Sorry, Newton. That girl's the worst jinx I've ever seen. Shouldn't inflict her on the others. Wow. So I guess she is walking in like, um, you know, Curly from the Three Stooges and just mayhem (laughs) from the second she gets in.
1: (laughs) Oh, don't let her carry that
0: ladder. Uh -uh. uh can we coach is it okay if we walk this uh large sheet of glass through here right now
1: <laughs> coach clap is setting his uh his beloved ming vase on a uh on a rickety podium and uh then he just notes with alarm that bella is coming in playing a tuba or something we, uh
0: everybody i should note as well my family fruit stand is going to be in here uh permanently <laughs> so hopefully Clap's not.
1: produce <laughs> yes. uh
0: and in that uh uh, just the blush count goes up her skin flushed dark red m dash she was embarrassed
1: my god
0: <laughs> so now we're we're explaining what blushing means again she's...
1: <laughs> have we had is this is this unprecedented in terms of in uh our our our, our canon here like i i honestly don't know like what else we've 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 fixated on that's been this much. I th- well, I mean, I think
0: lip chewing went high, but I don't think it was this high in the Mister. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, I guess by the end of the book, we'll figure out whether there's more of his jaw locking and him hissing and growling, or whether mm. she's blushing. But right now, the blushing is, is ahead by a long chalk. So all right, okay, <laughs> we'll see. Um, um, I'm gonna follow it up right away with a sonic challenge for you. Okay. She sucked in a ragged breath, and only then did I realize that when I had started breathing faster, she had stopped breathing altogether.
1: Okay, just read read it again.
0: She sucked in a ragged breath, and only then did I realize that when I had started breathing faster, she had stopped breathing altogether. So you play her, and I'll play him. Okay. Okay, ready? And begin.
1: god <laughs> so a uh a, a outboard motor starting and the cpr being being given oh who's
0: the the uh, s- uh sound michael guy. winslow michael winslow
1: yeah oh, yeah we're you know send us send us a bill man we're sorry to take your work
0: he made an appearance on um my, my one of my favorite shows holy moly the uh the mini golf uh Like, you know, uh, reality show?
1: No, no, That's fanfic or real. That does not exist. (laughs) It's really true. No. And
0: and there's a hole called the distractor, and there's something behind a wall, and it spins around, and it was Michael Winslow doing
1: it. No, that's... Yeah, that's for real. For real. I'll tell you, Lois, this is worse than the time I went on Holy Moly, (laughs) and Michael Winslow distracted me. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Is that just? I mean, I guess you know, Floor is Lava is on Netflix, and they're they're just riddling out all the all the pilots they filmed because they have no new shows. But
0: no, it's. I mean, it's you know, it's Rob Riggle and uh, the oh, other wow. the other guy is Joe Tessitore, who's an actual you know ESPN Golfer. guy. Or okay, no, yeah, but he's oh, like announcer, yeah, and it's a very funny straight man and you know goofball situation, and it's all just stupid fun. So, wow. but all it's right. actually kind of funny. <laughs> uh.
1: Uh, so yeah, Mike is upset. He, he says, I hate Colin. I wish he would die. I wish he would drive that shiny car right off a cliff. So it's, you know, that's taken to the next level from any real grudge I had in high school. I certainly disliked my share of people, but I don't think I was ever vocalizing to that extreme.
0: Yeah. He does that a lot thinking about that. So, yeah. <laughs> but See?
1: then they go out, they go out and, uh, uh, Rosalie's car, I guess had been driven to school because Edward had picked up Bella, but, uh, it's attracting a lot of attention. I And and this is just, I don't know, it it amused me. I wound through the throng of lustful boys to my own car. After a second of hesitation, Bella followed suit. Ostentatious, I muttered as she climbed in. What kind of car is that, she wondered. An M3. She frowned. I don't speak car and driver. It's a BMW. What response did she want to what kind of car is that? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You can see the... The BMW
0: badge is I would say prominent. One yeah. of the most famous as uh,
1: recognizable, yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's so yeah.
0: y- do you want me to tell you like if you're staring at the Ford badge on my uh, on my car to tell you t- oh, it is what it says it is. It's a Ford.
1: Right. And any it's other a-
0: answer is like I'm being a
1: jerk about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess you'd say like oh, it's a Kia Sorento. I don't I I don't know, but like yeah, it does it does seem like you know it's a bmw that's a given everyone can tell that's the whole point of having a car like that
0: right um but i i also noted in this section because it really gets down into this car stuff is like and we thought about his his secret identity being a high school student is kind of strange like maybe glass replacement specialist because he he says here I opened my eyes and stared at the microscopic pits and flaws in the windshield, oh, yeah. as though there was some solution hidden in the imperfect glass. So you know, just kind of uh, come up to people and say, "Hey, can I diagnose your windshield? I think it needs a replacement." And yeah, know, he's I one of those guys in
1: Southern California parking lots that just like, "Hey, I saw you got that dent? I could suck that right out of you while you're uh, while you're in uh, Ralph's or something." Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as they're driving back, she keeps grilling him and it's just like it, she wants details of along the lines of, so she knows he's a vampire and she knows, you know, the basics of what that entails, but it's almost as if she learned he's has some sort of like minor medical condition and just keeps like grilling him on like, like he has a, you know, irritable bowel or something like she just says, like, I apologize for scaring you. And then my smile vanished with the momentary humor. I uh, didn't really detect that. But it was just the <laughs> thought of you being here while we hunted. That would be bad. Uh, the mental picture was too much. Bella, so vulnerable to the empty darkness. Myself out of control. I tried to banish it from my head. Extremely because it's like, I just told you I'm a vampire. I kill animals and drink their blood. (laughs) Why would you want, you know, you have a, you have an irritable bowel. Like, so does that mean you can, you know, eat spicy Indian food? What, what, why do you need more information about this? Like the, the, the baseline of this is well established for what it means.
0: Yes. And he, she continues, our, our intrepid author continues to describe his choking back the burning thirst. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, right after, just continuing to read where you were, I took a deep breath, concentrating for one moment on the burning thirst, feeling it, managing it, proving my dominion over it. And the amount of discussions of this burning thirst—it's like, look, just the character has, um, you know, uh, gerd, you know, the the reflux disorder or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just we know that as a as a passing thing. You don't need to keep describing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like th- this is the main thing that's happening And so to keep yes. doing it is just like very irritating Like yes, yes, yes,
1: we know He yeah, wants to it's... eat
0: her, yes
1: <laughs> It's sort of like uh, just a character who, you know, uh, who wants you to notice the uh, something about them That's like, you know, to brag about it But this is just, you know, they keep somehow finding a way to work it into a conversation But this is not even worth that It's something that just, we we know he's a vampire, we get it
0: Yep, so we get a long discussion in a car again. Uh, so it's either cars, lunchrooms, or <laughs> or uh, Lorenzo's oil viewings in biology class. <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, so the, it, it ends with sort of like him being worried that Rosie is going to uh, vandalize his car out of uh, frustration that she, he spilled the beans about them being vampires. He calls Rosie a beautiful ogre, which I thought was funny. And uh, he, 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 she sneaks in a dig when she says, Rosie was outraged that Bella would put this in jeopardy, that she would flirt with the darkness when she had other options. Rose thought she might even trade faces with the girl she thought of as homely as if she, if she could have her humanity in the bargain. I just appreciated that Rosie is the only person who is uh, somehow not stricken with this, uh, you know, goddess of beauty that walks among us.
0: How can that be though? I mean, if she... She clearly like every guy in the world. So are there people who are blind to maybe she yeah. has a little hey. bit of face blindness or something? I don't know. That could be. <laughs> um uh
1: yeah, I think that was sort of uh that what I what I had here uh for the end of chapter twelve. Yep.
0: I got nothing else.
1: Sweet. Well then we get to the big dog. This oh, was boy. the uh this was uh I mean it broke new ground, uh this chapter thirteen, another complication. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it, it it did so in a way that I mean we, we don't need to get ahead We can get ahead of it Just say like It has a lot of talk about uh, Specific books and movies and TV shows That Bella's into And it might remind you of uh, The first book we read on this podcast
0: Yes indeed And uh, this was uh, We had talked uh, offline earlier about I, I pulled up a review Because I was trying to I don't know what I was looking for Some sort of uh, Maybe it was just a plot thing or something and uh, review in I don't know the Atlantic or something uh, that drilled down on this book and just called it just a slog and I don't know very, <laughs> very entertaining uh, you know put down of a book
2: mm-hmm. but
0: called out this chapter specifically for uh, <laughs> hurling a bunch of contumely at this one and and boy does it deserve it
1: yeah well let's dig in because I've got some choice passages and some fun comparisons but and, and it starts and I all- also
0: went to uh, I uh, I. Uh, did the thing of taking out a well, we'll get into it, and then I'll do it. But I'm just warning you that I did uh, took out a business loan, and I I hired the players again. So Oh uh, wow! Yeah, okay. so that we'll well, I, we'll get to that after once we kind of get into what what's going on here.
1: Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I, you you know could have could have talked to me before. We do have this. Uh, you know, I, I guess you did sort of empty our coffers last time, though. So. Yes.
0: Yeah, I needed to. Yeah. So it's, how, I, I mean, it's uh it's a short term loan. OK, so oh, yeah. we'll uh, it's pretty
1: long as you're not selling your plasma or anything to make these. It's
0: no, I think, though, we both need to We'll need to kick in and uh, it's going to
1: we'll need we'll need to kick in. Yes,
0: it comes up pretty quick. I forget. I'll, look, we'll talk about it offline and it's pretty, pretty high. Did
1: you? <laughs> I mean, you didn't forge my name on the application again or anything
0: i did a scribble in that space i they're not gonna i mean when it gets back to you you're not gonna say oh this isn't mine are you look the t- tank tank my credit for the last oh, yeah, let's okay. just get into that
1: yeah okay yep yep okay so it starts off with our uh uh beloved protagonist once again returning to her room to watch her sleep he says uh i did not feel the usual guilt when i returned to bella's room that night then though i knew i should so he is in too deep. It's great. It's uh, he's not even feeling guilty anymore. I,
0: I noted that too. Like,
1: <laughs> wow,
0: just letting yourself uh, be a a an inhumane monster. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, once you get past that first one, it's like, hey, look. I've often wondered right. that about, like, career criminals. Is there a point where you just go, like, look, in for a penny, in for a pound, <laughs> here I go. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, but then, uh, this amused me, he's, she wakes up at some point in time to, like, go to the bathroom to get a glass of water, um, but so he's, he's, he's there, but so which, which of his ungodly uh, vampire powers does he use to disguise himself so she doesn't see him?
0: I, I, I assume he, uh,
1: you know, moves. He can run super- to Seattle in the blink of an eye, yeah, um. Uh, uh, he could probably put you in his thrall uh to make sure your your mind doesn't see sure, him sure sure i sat on the floor in the farthest dark short shadow dark shadowed corner of the room and trusted that her human eyes would not spot me here so he just he just goes to a corner and sort of stands like he's standing you know behind a plant in a in a yes. looney tunes cartoon <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> um uh, just noting the blush count. She started to blush a little and unconsciously retreated deeper into her hair. So, <laughs> is that blush sleeping? I don't know if that's in this section. Sorry, my oh, notes okay. get a little sparer here. Yeah, this could
1: be when he p- when he picks her up.
0: And it's also the um, the tracking of her heart rate is getting uh-huh. very annoying. I haven't started doing that, but have you noted that he's like yeah? He can pulse qu- quickened. Is, yes, yeah. he can feel her heartbeat and he tracks it like constantly. <laughs> then it skipped a little now it's a little faster now it's slower so it's just like she's wearing a heart monitor that is named edward and it's reporting it God. it's just very annoying
1: uh well yeah he picks her up from school and they've established that it is his day to ask the questions uh, because yesterday she was grilling him about all the vampire lore mm-hmm. and he's, he starts it off by saying there were so many things i didn't know I decided to start slow. No, do not. Do not go any slower. At some point in time when we were on vacation, Laura was like, you have so much left in this book. She saw where my bookmark was. And I was like, we are 300 pages into this thing. Uh, but yeah, so he's going to take it slow, which results in some dialogue. Uh, I'm going to read this and see if it reminds you of anything. Um, any? Uh, for, this is a, ma- a major thing in our in our rift tracks canon. He says, uh, she's asking what her favorite color is. Brown is warm. I miss brown. Everything that's supposed to be brown, tree trunks, rocks, dirt, is all covered up with squashy green stuff here. That remind you of anything in particular?
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, I Hate Sand.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes, yes, yes. Ding, 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 ding. I have that dialogue here. See that island? We used to swim there every day. I love the water. I do too. I guess it comes from growing up on a desert planet. We used to lie on the sand and let the sun dry us and try to guess the names of the birds singing. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. Not like here. Here, everything's soft and smooth. (laughs) And there's a line after that that I think gets omitted in our canon, but she says, there was a very old man who used to live on the island. He used to make glass out of sand and vases and necklaces out of the glass. They were magical. Wow. <laughs> Again, drill down on that. Give that, yeah. give that guy his own eight page section on Wikipedia. The right. old man who lived on the island and made necklaces out of glass.
0: But what what is she doing here with this uh the brown thing? And is that how you would describe is she trying to be funny, cute, weird, is all covered up with squashy green stuff here? <laughs> is, uh, that, I, is that how you describe? Flora, I, I don't. <laughs> right, we're all pretty familiar Moss, with I how suppose. plants work. I, I don't right. know.
1: Yeah, I mean, you do. Yeah, when I would travel back from Southern California to, you know, sort of, uh, nor- northern Virginia in the spring or summer, I'd be like, it is awfully green here, but you know, you get over that pretty quick.
0: Yeah, but uh, she's from Phoenix. They have all those. Uh, it's Phoenix, right? That she.
1: Yes, it's uh, hard to be uh, unclear about that as this chapter progresses. Uh, how is Arizona
0: liking to rain, girl? Um, but no, there's there's ice plants everywhere. Those are squishy green things.
1: Sure, they're literally yes, they're full of you know, aloe is is a squishy, squashy green plant.
0: Yeah, but they're they're everywhere in Phoenix. Yeah. and
1: there's there's golf
0: courses like it's like half golf course, right? That's pretty. It green, is the knock squishy. on
1: it. Yeah, the uh, they're the mo- the greenest and squishiest grass surfaces. Yeah.
0: Anyway, it's just weird that she was not familiar with how plants worked.
1: <laughs> uh what what do you got next because i have I, I took out a lot of these just sort of like uh it just gets very klein-esque here he they start listing shit that she likes
0: well i was trying to think of like if you were doing uh what e-harmony right is is noted for you know getting to the serious stuff instead of like what do you, what are your favorite what do you like and dislike all of that that's mm-hmm. you know you, you're talking about if you want to get to know someone, don't you ask them sort of philosophical questions? <laughs> like, sure. what, what is your view of the world? Like, what is you? are you religious? Are you non-religious? Are you an atheist? You know, those yeah. are big things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite scent? Is, <laughs> is one of his first, yeah. it's one of his first uh, drill downs on that. And it's like, do you you have one would you think maybe he's trying to be coy there because most people would have to go wait what right. i think it's yeah. the famous uh barbara walters was made fun of many years ago for saying to, she had some dignitary on who i won't remember who it is but said uh if you were a tree what kind of tree would you be
1: oh is that where that comes from yeah
0: that was barbara walters and she was made merciless fun of for that yeah uh, but uh, yeah no your favorite it is scent
1: <laughs> well, her response is good, and that triggers one of my uh, dumb sentences of the week.
0: Oh, okay. Well, we'll leave it. But well, let's get to the uh, let. Let's play the because uh, this is just a list of things of, of what Bella likes, and so this yeah. is where I, I called up the the players, and uh, and they they did their little magic and wow. sent okay. us a pretty sizable bill, which did they? We'll take care of.
1: But I just don't know what we're. <sighs> The difference between this and what we're able to find find for free on the dark web is just seems like it's not I, worth it's, the expenditure. You know, you know I, if the players were, I guess I can explain it. this Noticeably,
0: way. I forgot to re up my Nord VPN subscription, uh, so I was unable okay. to kind of go to the dark web, and you I just for- felt it was easy to do you this. F-
1: you forgot to have it auto renew. I, like I does, went in or? and I said, uh, "Don't auto renew." Yes. You, so you didn't forget. You actively canceled the subscription. I mean, that's accurate. Yes, that's accurate. Okay, <laughs> okay.
0: but uh, so yeah. So okay. uh, right. at yep. great expense, uh, this is what we have uh, to deal with. This is uh, this is Edward drilling uh, Bella on her favorite things, her likes and okay. dislikes. So here we go. Take it away it. players.
1: We walked together, trying not to think about Coach Clapp's too tight Russell Athletic shorts. So, what's your favorite food?
0: Mm, oh no, probably pizza.
1: Pizza? My God, was there no end to the mystery and wonder of this blissful creature? How is it she could even conceive from the depths of her warm and fragile heart to like pizza of all things? And your favorite band? Mm, well, that would be God's smack. Oh, my love, my angel, I stand alone as a masterpiece. May the powers of the universe bless your snow white soul. And your favorite movie? Um,
0: son of the Mask, I guess.
1: Oh, my sweet, my precious. Wait, Son of the Mask? Wait, Son of the Mask? All right, no problem. She's obviously the heart of my heart, my other self, as Shakespeare said. And your favorite, um, internet browser?
0: Um, Netscape? Damn it. You're jaw-locked. Are you okay?
1: No, no, I'm good, I'm good. Um, so, odd question... Uh, When an elevator opens and there's someone on it, how do you, like, get... Well, you push into the elevator without giving them a chance to get off. Son of a... And when you're driving in the passing lane, how fast do you go... Oh,
0: I never move out of the passing lane, and I never exceed the speed limit. Nobody needs to go any faster than that.
1: Keep it together, Edward. These are mere trifles. And when you share an office kitchen and you have dirty dishes, uh, do you just... You just set them in the sink. You set them in the sink so that no one else can use the sink. And they just sit there and fester. All right, we're breaking up.
0: What? But we're not even going together.
1: Alice doesn't need to tell me this future because it sucks. Well, well, you kill people. You have a book of Jules poetry in your bedroom. That's ten times worse. Hey, back me up, my dude. Oh, he's right, Bella. That sucks.
0: Hey, you want to do it? So, yeah. Totally worth oh, it, I think.
1: Yeah. I've I've come around their uh nuance and uh ability to capture the character. I could tell that she she was blushing while that happened. So, the guy that played
0: Mike Newton, man, give that guy an
1: Emmy. <laughs>
0: that was fantastic.
1: Uh, but yeah, so it is a lot of like that. They uh, what's your favorite Linkin Park song? Um Why did you why did you pick that one? I'm not sure. <laughs> that sort of thing uh he 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 grills her on uh like you said if you 're pulling out a dating profile whenever you say what 's your favorite movie that 's a calculated answer where it 's like this is i 'm making a statement about myself more than it is you know like what what i guess there 's people out there that watch their favorite movie every two months or something but for the most it's like this is a movie i like you know it probably reveals that i have a good sense of humor or i'm sentimental or something like that so right, that's yes that's it's, all
0: it's performative when you're giving your right. favorite i remember years ago they uh some magazine wanted to do uh it was like a highfalutin uh, music magazine and uh it was back at mystery science and they they were like we want to interview you guys in your favorite album mm-hmm. and so that's you know like I say, that reveals a lot. So I had to think, like, what do I want to say? Like, not, yeah. not what am I listening to right now and just, like, off the cuff. Oh, I like this one because right. then I'm going to be judged. So I thought about it and thought about it. And then after I had like done the interview. Too basic,
1: too obvious. Right, so exactly. Said so then I was Don't. like,
0: oh, I hope that this will impress people. And I felt right. embarrassed after. Like, damn it, I fell into the trap. Like, <laughs> I'm going to try to make a statement with what my favorite. Like, who cares? It could not be yeah. more ephemeral.
1: But, and so you picked uh Joan I, Osborne or
0: I picked uh I don't like spiders and snakes by Jim Stafford. No, I I I, I believe it was an Elvis Costello album, right? Which oh, okay. gives you.
1: Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, well nicely calculated. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh so Bella's favorite book uh some books are uh, Little Women, which she reads pretty much every year, and she reads Jane Eyre pretty often too. Um so then she also just lists a, a, a Klein esque list of books. Mm-hmm. Everything by Andy Bronte, To Kill a Mockingbird, obviously. <laughs> Fahrenheit 451, all of the Chronicles of Narnia, but especially The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. I don't know anything about that, but that's probably just like picking the more obscure one, like saying uh, Her Majesty's Satanic Request is your favorite Rolling Stones album or something. Yes,
0: exactly. It's like being like, I'm a little different.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Gone with the Wind, Douglas Adams and David Eddings and Orson Scott Card and Robert McKenley. Did I already say L. M. Montgomery? Did you want more? I'm going on too much. Yes, I assured her. I want more. Wrong answer. (laughs) <laughs> yes, <laughs> but, uh, but
0: but he uh, he is, uh, gives his opinion when she says Beauty and the Beast.
1: Oh yes, and the so Empire he, uh,
0: Strikes Back. I know mm-hmm. that's everyone's favorite, but she shrugged for good reason. I assured her. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so the the ancient wise creature <laughs> can assure her. He
1: that yeah. The he Empire buys into- Strikes
0: Back is one of the
1: greatest movies ever made. Yeah, he's doing the. uh, He's like a a Kevin Smith character, where he's like, you know, yeah, in Empire things got a bit darker, and then like they brought in the Ewoks for Jedi, but so which, yeah, is surprising for the guy who you know fought in the trenches in World War (laughs) One. So like, yeah, he's he's a uh, he's like a a a redditor or something, and so I thought this was worth looking into because so far he's given no indication of any uh, fondness for pop culture. Um, he's expressed disdain for the day-to-day dealings of teenagers. But I went um, with my Nord Active VPN service. Oh, can I get a your sign-in on that? I, they will block us if we do that. We've been over this. It's happened before. Oh, That's why. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I went on the dark web and looked into whether this thing about Edward uh, being into pop culture is a thing. And it turns out it really is. Like he's He's sort of obsessed with uh his favorite movie's status on the IMDB top 250
0: wait he is based on these recreators on the dark web
1: yeah well they like read into the text you know and the, oh, so Okay they, so they, they're
0: sort of expanding and they're they're uh the the material that emanates from the penumbra to uh to quote uh, the supreme court yes so they're Yeah
1: yeah, hundred percent. Ex- uh, yeah, they're <laughs> that is, expanding. Yeah, that was what my takeaway was too. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so they expand on it. So yeah, they 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 discover this. this world where him and Emmett are sort of like, you know, uh, the way that a thirteen year old might be like. There's no way I'm letting this get, uh, you know, get like you know downvoting the book on on Amazon type of thing. So, oh sure, okay. So so yeah, they have a they have an excerpt of what they sort of do in their spare time, um, to to make sure their favorite movies don't get overlooked.
0: Okay, and and before I play this, who do I build this to? Is there any? Or is this... Oh, this free, is free. Free. Oh, this free.
1: is free. Yes, oh. well, $15 a month, but like, yeah, so...
0: Oh, well, that sort of balances out then my... Uh, Does it? That $35. It's not a... $35 hundo is going to be uh, hmm. a little easier to take. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's give it a roll. Take a listen.
1: Edward, I've got some bad news. Oh, God, no. Did something happen to Bella? Bella's fine. It's just... Well, it's the IMDb Top 250. Fight Club is fallen out of the top 10. Oh. Oh, my God. What the hell is wrong with these plebes? We did not fight the Dark Knight upvote wars of 2008 with the Tarantino clan just to have Fight Club disparaged by a bunch of idiots who are too thick-skulled to pick up on the brilliant satire that- Hey, 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 hey.
0: Carlisle said this day would come. I'm prepared for it. You are? How? Well, you remember Peter and Charlotte?
1: Mm, not really, they didn't really do anything. Well, they? it
0: turns out Peter and Charlotte are the greatest vampire hacker duo that has ever lived.
1: Uh, how is a hacker duo a thing? Well, I
0: mean, Charlotte goes click, 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 click and Peter sits in his chair going, "No, no, no. Yes! We're in." Damn.
1: They are good.
0: They've written an automated upvoting algorithm that eludes all IMDb security
1: protocols. Thank God. I can't let David Fincher's fourth best film be so disrespected.
0: I may quibble with what I presume is your inclusion of the Alien 3 director's cut on that list. You would be
1: right to presume. I tip my fedora to you.
0: But that is an argument for another day. Let's fire up Peter and Charlotte's algorithm.
2: Hey guys, your dad and I figured that since we don't sleep we could maybe volunteer at night. There's a cancer research center that could use a couple of extra PhDs to lend a hand. Not Not now, Mom! Mom.
1: It's hard to get any work done around here. She's probably a
0: Benjamin Button fan. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, it's loaded in the SRAM. Key the demon into debug mode. Bypass the VPN. Good. Now all we have to do is hit F6. Wait, wait, wait. What's that? It's an avatar of Peter and Charlotte, but they look like characters from Big Mouth, and they're wagging their fingers and going, "Uh, uh,
1: uh-uh-uh. Oh, it says that in order to upvote Fight Club, there's a reciprocal upvote for Interstellar. Damn it! Nolan's most divisive, in my opinion, overwrought and tedious film. Clearly it belongs in the top 50, as do all his films.
0: Dark Knight Rises, accepted. (laughs) Well, duh. Tell Peter no deal. It's not worth compromising our integrity. I haven't literally been alive for the entire duration of cinema as an art form to raise the profile of sentimental faux-intellectualism like Interstellar. I'm with you.
1: Want to rewatch a movie that doesn't pass the Bechdel test for the 25th time?
0: Hell yeah! How about The Revenant? Oh, sorry, Emmett. (laughs) Low
1: blow. Low blow, man.
0: That was was almost better than our players. Hmm. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm gonna have just, to think gotta, about that yeah. in the future.
1: Just, just uh, send an email. Send an email before the the the, the multi thousand dollar charges get authorized. I just, I'm begging you.
0: Could you uh, shoot me your email again? Would you?
1: Okay. I can't yeah. Yeah. My favorite part of the IMDb top 250. So it's. Uh, can you? I'll, I'll give you the first four. You can name the fifth. Shawshank Redemption. Of clearly number one. It's yes. been up there for ages. Then uh, Godfather one. Godfather two. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the Dark Knight, Dark obviously, Knight. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which is—I mean, we, we were joking about that in, when it came out, and that has somehow maintained its wow status up there. Um, and then number five—you uh, know—so fleshing out the rest of the top ten is uh, Schindler's List, Return of the King, Pulp Fiction, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, Fellowship of the Ring, and then the aforementioned Fight Club. But what is number five? Do you think that these teenage boys are are voting up there?
0: hmm oh uh possibly um what's the coen brothers bowling movie um uh lebowski lebowski just because
1: no that's shocking that it's not that's number 191 that's insane oh uh inception oh. no inception that's that's on there inception's 13 so okay. it is uh 12 angry men from 1957 <laughs> wow so I don't know if there's a cadre of like uh you know Roger Eberts out there that are uh, that are war- squaring off with their thirteen year old Redditors, but
0: That is a uh, is a very entertaining movie. Have you ever seen it?
1: Uh yeah, back in they made us watch it in eighth grade or something. Sure.
0: It but there's a an actor in it who was very famous at the time, Lee J. Cobb, uh, which is a great name. But he yeah. uh, he starts at he's a you know character uh, actor. Frasier's
1: dad? Frasier's dad. No, 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 no. no. He looks like him.
0: No. Um, but he uh, he chews the scenery so hard. Like he starts off, he's like, I want this kid in prison. And by the end of it, he's basically just like eating the walls. <laughs> he's got giant teeth. He's like sweating. There's this hard shirt sleeves are rolled up even farther than they could possibly be. He's like, damn it, this kid's guilty and I want to <laughs> see him in jail. Awesome. Back it down, man. Back it
1: down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well yeah well Edward would be happy to know that uh, Empire Strikes Back is rated at 14 by far the uh, top Star Wars movie on the list
0: hmm well yes for good reason he was not wrong
1: uh, this was a, uh,
0: a, a troubling one to me a, a puzzling one I should say it didn't trouble me that much though she'd only had 17 years to explore I felt surprised that she had not been to Europe is the is what he's saying there like. Uh-huh. When you're 17, traveling to Europe is not really under your own control, right? Yes. Yeah. It's dependent
1: on whether your parents want to, you know, spend $10,000 to bring the family to Europe.
0: I I was 19 when I went went to Hawaii and then I didn't go to New York till I was in my 20s and Europe was my 30s. Like,
1: why is he surprised? (laughs) I mean, that's not that unusual, is it? Uh, I cannot imagine I, you know, especially they're in a pretty like rural community here. It seems like so.
0: Yeah. You're uh, 17 years old. You live in Phoenix. Your mother's dating a minor league baseball player. <laughs> You've never been to Europe.
1: Your dad's a small town police chief. Yes. Like, I thought that's, that's pretty uh, it's, crappy. It's like we live on the West coast. If I was going to travel across the ocean maybe I'd go to Japan too. Like, uh, <laughs> it's a little easier. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was, that was odd. Yeah. Um, but I I so I enjoyed this. That I think that talks about once she's talking about where she's from, but at the end of the uh list of books and movies and Linkin Park songs, it says uh she looked up suddenly. All around us the other students were gathering their things. How had the time passed so quickly? <laughs> and I, I that was that the the book nearly went into the lake at that point in time because that <laughs> seems like a real dig at the reader after at the reader after eight pages of garbage. Yes.
0: Um Another missed opportunity, though. She does not list her favorite TV shows. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. that that was Stephanie Meyer going, Oh, I'm not going to get caught. I want this to be timeless. Right. Because Gattaca is going to be timeless.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, at that point in time, friends, like, I would probably be at her. Yes. Um, right. I don't know. Uh, I I don't know what she would say as a teenage girl in 2006. I'm not going to tip my hand.
0: Well, let's uh, give people a, an indication of your character. What's your favorite candy?
1: Oh my God, <laughs> Twix. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, hmm. my jaws tightening. My cheeks, <laughs> my cheeks are flushing. <laughs> it's, it's like inconsequential garbage.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, who would like her eye color would change from when you asked, like what you know, what the last candy I had, I'd probably be thinking about.
0: Here's a great uh way to phrase this too, as well as being a fantastic question. What kinds of flowers do you
1: prefer?
0: <laughs> Uh, so so uh, the kinds. I don't want to hear the flowers. I just want the right. kinds of flowers.
1: Yeah, the greater family of the uh, when they bloom type of thing. Yeah, I guess it I'd have to st- lo- Stamins, uh, <laughs> yes,
0: look into the uh, self pollinating.s I guess. <laughs> it's, what, it's probably not a
1: thing. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, she starts talking about Arizona later um, and uh, just sort of... Well, I'm just going to read some of this. In the summer, we go to the pool at Cactus Park. My mom had me in swimming lessons there before I could walk. There was always some story in the news about a toddler drowning, and it freaked her out. Always? <laughs> Arizona lifeguard exam yes. is uh, just churning out wildly unqualified lifeguards. Uh, um, but yeah, so they, uh, they talk about going to Roadrunner Park as well. So Roadrunner Park is just named by someone who's never been to Arizona. And uh, Oh, sorry. Woo.
0: No, that's not the same thing. Don't worry about it. Okay, phew. It's not another one of those.
1: But yeah the uh the uh they they she he asked her at, after many pages of descriptions of Arizona to describe her bedroom and you cannot lose a word of this type of valuable info I knew very well what her room was like and also my surprise that her room in Phoenix had been more cluttered um she looked to see if I wanted more and I nodded to encourage her The ceiling fan is broken, just the light works, so I had a big noisy fan on top of the dresser. It sounds like a wind tunnel in the summer, but it's a lot better for sleep than the rain there. The sound of the rain isn't consistent enough. Uh, The editor has just committed uh, editorial malpractice here by allowing this garbage to get through.
0: And then, at the end of it all, I waited out her silence for as long as I could stand it before I finally asked, what are you thinking? (laughs) For the love of God, you just had 17 pages of Inquisition. What do you mean, oh you lunatic?
1: <laughs> yeah, what else is there left at this point in time other than to just back out of the car and tell the family that we have to move? God.
0: Yeah, that is insane. And the questions, we didn't even dip into how really inane they, they are because there's just too many of them.
1: Yeah, it is. It's yeah. What, what part of town did you like to go to? What does it smell like? What is the cactus like? your favorite cactus.
0: Yeah. But she also did pull out a, uh, you know, uh, Forks new slogan. It's not okay. all soft and squishy. Like it is here. Everything is hard and most things have thorns. So <laughs> right, Forks, yeah, yeah. we're soft and squishy.
1: <laughs> the, the focus on most things having thorns. I thought was kind of funny. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, but they, and at the end of this, they do the same damn thing. Uh, They act as if time was flying. Charlie, she gasped as though that she'd forgotten he existed. How late is it? She looked at the dashboard clock as she asked. So they act as if the uh, six pages of Phoenix uh, Chamber of Commerce talk were also a, uh, just went by in the blink of an eye.
0: Yes, the moment spent with her talking about creosote is just, (laughs) (laughs) it just
1: moves. I stared at the clouds though they were thick. It was obvious when the sun must be behind them. It's twilight, I said the time when vampires came out to play. Ugh. And I, I, yeah, yep, yep. UGH was what I wrote in the book. <laughs> uh, the only last thing I have is that uh, um, Jacob and his dad come over and uh, does Jacob not know he's a werewolf? It seemed very unclear. Uh, he he sort of, Jacob just watches his car and thinks it's cool. And then uh, Bella says, that's right, Bella responded with overdone innocence. He doesn't like the Collins. Superstitious old man, the boy muttered. Yes, we should have foreseen it would be this way. Of course, the young members of the tribe would see their history as myth, embarrassing, humorous, even more so because the elder members took it so seriously. Like, uh, it, it seems like, you know, if your elders are turning into werewolves and running around, that might be something you pick up on as a teenager, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, I guess. Nah, that's see, all just got... silliness. We don't take it seriously. <laughs> um, is, is this a... Uh, A trait that Jacob had in the movies, though, he turned to analyze the car's exhaust as I drove away?
1: Yeah. yeah, Is that a werewolf power that I was unaware of? Yeah, he's he's reading uh, Gearhead magazines and, I don't know, has a rat fink tattoo or something. Weird. I
0: don't know. We end the whole thing, by the way, with you get another shot at this uh, Sonic challenge. All right. I laughed again. So that's I laughed, comma. Again, without humor.
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
0: I mean, it was humorless. I'll I'll give it that. thank you. All right. I don't know if I'd call it a laugh,
1: but hey. Hey, I mean, you know, the laugh without humor is... Uh, not not something that real humans have to deal with. So we're doing our best here. You know what?
0: Just hang on the line. I'm going to get the players up and uh, no! Shoot, no! Them, <laughs> shoot them a little cash and we'll get them to laugh without humor. God, I just
1: got a bank a note. I've overdrawn. Okay. Damn it. All
0: right. Well, there it is. Wow. That was... what? A, yeah. Amazing. Crowning Amazing. achievement of Stephanie Meyer, that chapter. I actually... Um, I did the reading. I split it up and then I went back. So I had to do the second part of that chapter. And okay. I, I obviously assumed it would be over in two pages. I thought I had <laughs> nothing left to read. <laughs> and uh, that was the book hurling part of it. It was just like, no. I scrolled down and went, no, no, no. There can't be this many pages. <laughs> Very despairing. Well-
1: it is, but, you know, it, at least there are things in there. The the Klein-esque list was, was, ended up being entertaining. It's one of those gags that the longer it goes on, you're like, all right, I, now I appreciate this. Uh, it, it, it's looped back to being funny again.
0: And the continually, as we've said many times, who is doing this? This <laughs> ancient noble creature. It's like right. almost, it's unfathomable, but you have to keep reminding yourself of that.
1: Uh, all right, well let's uh, let's do the uh, print emails we promised. We're going to the body. we go to the game. we go to get the And going cruise out, mail. We're of mail. We're of mail. We're of mail. We're
0: all right, we have a little time for mail, so let's
1: let's do some mails. Yeah. All right. First one is from Bridget. My PhD research is in the First World War, so I am physically incapable of not weighing in on things that reference this period. So the influenza epidemic, which I guess is what sort of claimed Edward, they said, um, and that's why he needed to be turned. Yes, that is correct. It it did begin during the war. We think it was early 1918 with the first cases being recorded in Haskell County, Kansas and Fort Riley, Kansas. But it spread as the result of troop movements, men on huge cargo ships, war bond drives, etc., American soldiers spread the flu to Europe, largely among other troops and nurses who then brought it home when the war was over. Then, as men were demobilized, they brought it back to the U.S. There were some attempts to quarantine them, but men lied about their symptoms fairly frequently in order to get home sooner, which is wholly understandable. And holding victory parades spread the flu like wild, even among people who had been uninvolved up until that point. In addition, the enormous amount of press censorship in the U.S. and other combatant nations kept people from realizing how bad it was until it had reached pandemic portions. In fact, it was called the Spanish Flu because Spain was a neutral country so their press was talking about the disease much more than other countries. So combatant nations tended to blame them for it. It also came in waves, with the second wave being the worst of the three, and that struck in about 1921 or so. So essentially there was actually a good chance Edward might not have learned about the flu, or how dangerous it actually was until well after the war was over, that war in which he didn't exist it didn't actually enlist thanks enormously again and apologies for the enforced history lesson (laughs) no i'm glad
0: that one kind of stuck in my craw too like
1: it seemed like it it
0: seemed like it was a little wonky what she just casually described there
1: right just flu of 1918 that must have been when he got it
0: uh my origin story uh flu yeah world war (laughs) one that's all the research i'm doing
1: here's one from heather hey guys You know, it isn't the worst idea to write an adult novel for the fans of your wildly popular YA novel who are now adults from the perspective of the more adult main character. It's actually a pretty good cash grab. However, describing emotions in exorbitant and repetitive detail does not an adult adult novel make. Meyer is fetishizing Edward for her fans, and the guy she assumes her readers have been drooling over for 15 years has turned out to be a boring, gaslighting creep who likes to think thoughts. And then she says, uh, we get an update with, uh, from her, her son, Billy. I am unfortunately reading the physical hardback copy of Midnight Sun. My kid's now 13 and almost 11. They've grown up while we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're asking me about the new book, and I had to tell them it is incredibly boring. They were very weirdly surprised that a book of that size could be boring. And the pomegranate cover photo weirds Billy out so much that he turns the book over when he sees it on the coffee table. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um. I do, too. I have taken that off uh, of my book. It is propped up against the back towards my wall, so uh, when I send it out to someone, it will have that on it, but I'm not looking at it as I read. I'm always—that's
0: always, uh, uh, that's always a, a crossover point for me when I'm reading a hardcover book. Like, when do I take off the— Yeah. It's it's, it's like just, a weird—it feels weird with it on and off. I don't know. <laughs> right.
1: Um, here we go from Terry. This is a sort of comical mismatch. Uh, I've spent the last month working my way through the back catalog of 372 pages. I'm currently playing through the episode called Handsome Buttocks, which I believe is a Mr. episode. I wanted to say thank you. Your podcast is almost purpose built to suit my love of bad popular culture and vicious sarcasm. I'm going to join Patreon this week to show my support. Good idea. Yes. Pa- Patreon.com slash 372 pages. Although I've got a ways to go just to catch up to you all. However, I need, may need to move out of my house because of you. I went on an Amazon binge and bought all the books coming up in the series. Meaning a jumble of singly packed, used, oddly sized paperbacks has arrived over the past week. I didn't even notice one had not appeared on time until I heard my wife having a very fused conversation with a neighbor on the front porch yesterday. Turns out one of the books had been delivered to the neighbor by accident. Oh, no. I cannot express the look of disappointment on my wife's face when I answered yes to her query, did you buy a book about time-traveling truck drivers? <laughs> I started to explain, but there's not really much made to say at this point that doesn't make the problems worse. Today's arrival of my immortal has not improved the state of affairs. The, neighbor- the marriage will survive, but I don't think I can live in the neighborhood anymore with that stigma out there. Still worth it in all. Thanks for the laughs. Now back to reading The Mister in Open Public.
0: Wow, That's great. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, speculating on the uh, the Amazon fulfillment people who, you know, are just listening to headphones, not caring at all. But this package comes up <laughs> like, wait, what?
1: Yeah. Yes. So I was I w- I was wishing they had all arrived in one package. Like maybe we should do a, a a big giveaway of like all the books or something. Maybe we do that as a, a Ready Player Two contest. Oh, like yeah, you, yeah, You'll win a book shipped of all of the books we've read and it will be a uh, just baffle uh, whoever opens it up. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is great. Uh,
1: yeah, we got a couple emails from people who said that their high school biology classes did do the blood typing exercise. So, hey, um, you know, maybe just because I haven't experienced it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. But this one from Joanna, we will see. We'll see about this. I'll read it to you, and we'll, we'll debate. Um, uh, I'll, I'll just read it. Big fan of the show. It's one of the few things getting me through Zoom University. I was listening to your most recent episode and I just thought you'd like to know that one of my high school science teachers actually used to do the blood typing project Bella's biology class was doing. They had to stop doing it before I started going there, though. Not because kids were passing out, but because a kid actually found out he was adopted from the experiment. Oh, God. Apparently, after doing this experiment, he went home and found out his parents' blood types. When he told his teacher the next day, she corrected him and told him that he must have remembered what they said wrong because that combination of blood types would not result in his. Long story short, his parents had been lying to the kid his whole life about being adopted, and my former teacher was told if she ever wanted to do an experiment like that again, parents would need to sign a waiver. Good luck with the rest my of Midnight Sun, as I'm sure you'll need it. Oh, no. So, so yeah, insane, but I was, I'm wondering how many other people out there uh had something similar happen in their high school because that just strikes me as a uh, that's uh you know the you know the rod stewart story uh <laughs> it, it just seems like it, it might it happened before she got there you know like yeah uh, did, yeah that's a thing. good
0: question yeah mm-hmm. rod
1: stewart yeah. or what alanis morissette, there was alanis morissette at uh, <laughs> my school the stomach pump story i think it was also oh, janet pump. jackson sort of bridged the gap but um it just you know it it, 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 it i'm not calling you a liar um, Joanna, I just think that there's a chance that, uh, you know, they, that, that might be sort of a part of a, uh, any given high school lore.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying that there hasn't been a, a wedding where the bride didn't stop before her vows and say, no, because I, you slept with my bridesmaid. I'm <laughs>
1: not saying that hasn't happened, but you were right. not at that wedding. So. Right. Yes. Yeah. Neither was your uncle who works for Nintendo. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, hey, maybe we have a listener who found out they were adopted through it and they can call in and uh, make us embarrassed. Yeah. Um, and one more email it's from Josh. In my humble opinion, Midnight Sun is somehow turning out to be one of the worst books tackled on this podcast. Shadow Moon was unbearable, sure, but at least some cool shit happened every once in a while. Intestinal whips are co- and constant worsening descriptions of unfathomable pain are far more interesting than reading about some creepy doofus vampire while he gaslights a teenage girl. Don't get me wrong, the episodes are still a delight but reading the book is a real chore. I could honestly use a good dose of shotlight right about now. Tech War sequels would be a world of whimsy by comparison. Thanks for all you do. Yeah, you know, it's long. That's my one complaint. I think there's plenty of stuff to dig into, but it's just pretty damn long. Uh, but I still think Shadow Moon was just like ah. Yeah, that on. was
0: that was harder. This this is getting this is getting hard and you know, for listeners you can skim. We're the ones who have yeah. to like really dig, <laughs> True. right? True. You yes. skim through this garbage. If you look, you, you know, you look three pages ahead, and he's still questioning her. Like, what's your favorite type of scarf? I think you can. <laughs> you have our permission to, <laughs> to go ahead, and <laughs> you know, just skip skip beyond that. Get the base. Who was your
1: favorite UN uh, ambassador? Or, <laughs> yes. uh, cloud type. Hit me with it. Yes. Columns. Doric or uh... <laughs> right. Uh, Music
0: scales. Uh, Ionic? (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: Uh, Yeah, thank you for emailing everybody. We appreciate them. Um, And again, thanks to the person who's going to join the Patreon because patreon.com slash 372pages is uh, a place where fun stuff happens. We have a uh, meet the author that you missed since the last time. Uh, He was a delightful chap. He was... Trying to rewrite the real never-ending story. We had an interview with Lauren about her disdain for My Chemical Romance, and we had you breaking down a. That uh, was a listener request, like you broke down a, a form of classical music that uh, someone had written in about. Well,
0: he he asked for one thing, and I gave another, but I used it as an excuse okay. to do what I wanted. So nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> good, uh, but still, I I he he prodded it. So anyway,
1: so yeah, so yeah, we appreciate everyone over there, and uh, we will uh, continue to give you some fun stuff. So uh, l- one last thing, we got some dumb sentences. A sentence begins with a capital letter. A capital letter is a letter that's big. A capital letter is not a small letter. A capital letter is big, big, big. A sentence ends with.
0: A- yeah, a dumb period. sentence is a little tougher on this one because it means that you actually have to, you know, closely read Stephanie Meyer's prose. So it, <laughs> yeah. it is tough.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's li- it's. There's lots of uh, there's lots of stuff in there if you if you look close enough in between. Uh, which uh, Dave Matthews Band album is her favorite? First, we're going to go from Jenny. I'd have to hide my Aston Martin somewhere out of state if she didn't calm down by the time school was mm-hmm. over. Jenny said, out of context, it seems like it was pulled from a parody of these books, not the real thing. It's just so over the top. It is. It's very much over the top. He does not need to own an Aston Martin. Even if uh, that's uh, words that make no sense if, you're not a, if you don't speak car and driver. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one from IJC. Charlie's snores were loud and even. We're really just getting into the depth of the the vast character that is Charlie. (laughs) I hope he's dreaming about uh, fishing while he's snoring like that. This one's from Lucas. She was one of those rare people who had what she wanted and wanted what she had. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He He dives into this. Usually when someone uses a chiasmus structure... The two clauses have different meanings. For example, asking what your country can do for you is different than asking what you can do for your country. Edwards is just saying the same thing twice to sound deep.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that it was like that. We used to do that with my when my son was in high school football. Is come up with the fake high school football coach things. What was the <laughs> like motivational again? speeches? Yeah, like the, just uh, the was, she was
1: one of those rare people who had what she wanted and wanted what she had. Look, man. You got to want what you have and have what you want. You know what I'm saying? Now drop yes,
0: and
2: give me 20. <laughs>
1: Team. Coaches always uh, like to do
0: that structure,
1: it seems. Yeah. Coach Clapp, I bet, is uh, big into it. Here's one from James. Oh, swoon. I believe that's one of uh, Jessica Fletcher's thoughts. Uh, Jessica Fletcher, that's <laughs> murder she wrote, yes, right? It Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, anyway, she thought, oh, swoon, I believe. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> she also thought swoon at some point in time uh, Here's one from Cullen. It was oddly consoling to know I wasn't the only one Living out a tragic love story He says Edward Cullen has been listening to people's thoughts Since Carlyle turned him during Or just after the 1918 flu pandemic Or was it? We now know so that's about 90 years if the book is set in 2005. He's been bounced from high school to high school forever. He's been dealing with adolescents and reading their minds his whole life. So, yeah, he, but he, 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 he now, now now knows he's not the only one living out a tragic love story. Wow. Here's Kevin. The color looks blue on your skin, I complimented.
2: <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Con has submitted, uh, this is while Edward is reading Jacob's thoughts, his was the rare kind of mind that was easy to be inside. That sounds pretty creepy. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> he says it was, I'm not, I'm sure it was meant to make Edward more likable, but it says it reads like uh, Lanny, maybe, complimenting one of his victims for not putting up a struggle.
0: Uh, Orlando, please. <laughs> Sorry, yes. <laughs> uh,
1: Hayden, the rhythmic expansion of her lungs, the flow of oxygen, was life or death to her. And they submitted, you don't say. (laughs) Uh, Janelle submitted, I stared deep into her eyes as I drove away from the school, wondering whether I was doing it right. And she said, driving? No, again, keep your eyes on the road. That's how you do it correctly.
0: Yeah, he was Uh, was looking at those microscopic pits on the uh, the
1: windshield. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Uh, Paige submitted, my dumb sentence is a sentence fragment. Sooner than she would see me. The lead into this is, the only solace was that I would see her soon, and she says, this is the only instance where an M-dash would be appropriate, and the author eschews it.
0: Wow. So wait, so before Sooner I Sooner would... than she would see me. yeah. Uh, oh, so she's just doing a spin on the, uh, you know, see you later, not if I see you first kind of a thing? I
1: guess, but it's his own thoughts doing yeah, that to each right. other. Yeah. Weird. Weird. <laughs> Gina submitted, perhaps my obvious fascination with every detail of her personality would convince her of the obsessive level of my interest. (laughs) And she just said, you think? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And Mike, this is the last one, submitted, the happiness I felt in this moment was again without precedent. I'll just read that one more time. The happiness I felt in this moment was again without precedent. Mike has analyzed this sentence. For the life of me, every way I try to parse this sentence makes my head hurt. What in the world can she possibly mean by, again, without precedent? If she means that his happiness has reoccurred, then it can't be without precedent, because it's happened before. If she means that he is reiterating his feeling of unprecedented happiness, that makes no sense, since she hasn't said that he's feeling unprecedented happiness anywhere near this current statement. There's a bit of a statement where he's feeling in a good mood at the thought that Bella might be so pathetic that she'll always need him hovering over her, but this is disturbingly not the first manifestation of his joy, the thought of rescue-stalking her. So again... Not unprecedented. She writes like a third grader trying to sound smart using big words she's heard adults say, but having no understanding of their meaning outside of the tone she's heard the grownups use.
0: Yes. Occam's razor. He got to it at the end. She doesn't yes. know what the word unprecedented means. <laughs> it's like a teenager saying that is so random. It just is yeah, a yeah. word.
1: Yes. It's yeah, inserting literally. Uh, well, what have you had?
0: I have, uh, I'm surprised this didn't come up. Maybe it's, okay. it sneaks up on you. This is in their discussion about uh, Arizona and how they're liking the rain girl. No, it's, uh, this is uh, Edward. I've never smelled the scent of creosote, I admitted. I admitted.
1: Yep. <laughs> that was one of my two, yes. That, was, that just stood out It's like a uh, record scratch moment.
0: <laughs> I'm deeply ashamed, like, you know, hands in pockets, shuffling feet, kicking stones on the road. Like, I, uh, I've never smelled the scent of creosote. <laughs> doctor please tell me that this stays within this office yes of course my (laughs) son i will not tell anyone we have a patient uh privilege here Uh, i've never smelled the
1: scent of creosote (laughs) but doctor i am creosote (laughs) oh my god yeah that was a huge that just you know i i was delighted to find it but i have another one great okay marked two so you did not burn mine this one, I, I'm stunned it also didn't come up, but it is, I glowered into the untrustworthy darkness.
0: Oh, man.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tone it down. Uh, MCR at Lincoln Park would ask her to uh, please, like, <laughs> our fans are dramatic, but not this dramatic, ma'am.
0: I have a bonus one, then. Oh. Because I thought maybe you would hit this one. Uh, very short. Ben was the only human not thinking of Bella. so
1: the dalai lama yep i was just uh, going
0: around take it around the globes spin it up uh
1: warlord in south sudan
0: one billion chinese
1: (laughs) paul hogan yeah of uh, (laughs) crocodile dundee yes (laughs) wow that's impressive
0: yeah that's good so that's i think that's what i got
1: oh wait 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 no
0: i have double bonus and we should end holy crap we should end the show then Okay, uh, Bella was like a soap bubble Fragile and ephemeral It's just a Really stupid way to describe a human <laughs> being Yes, very much A so. soap
1: bubble? <laughs> <laughs> I guess,
0: you know If her skin is so flimsy and everything I guess if you inflated her with gas
1: Maybe she'd be like a soap bubble But we all know that I mean, you know That's soap bubble is you, you touch it and it will, it will break, you know, then we, uh, we have established she's clumsy and will hit herself in the head with a badminton racket. But, uh, you know, I don't think she's going to blip out of existence the moment that a uh, stiff wind hits her. It's
0: just, it's beneath the prose of a person who then goes on to claim that they read, uh, what Jane Eyre, like every, it's just so bad. Yeah. Uh, once a year. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <Ugh>.
0: <laughs> All
1: right. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Thanks for writing in. Thanks for your sentences. Thanks for the very tricky fanfic. Um, us to, we'll we'll keep them coming.
0: I hang my head in shame, but I look. I'm out. I'm out there swinging every day. Maybe we can do you next.
1: Uh yeah. Why not? Uh, we'll write in fanfic. If you write in fanfic this time, send it as an attachment, and then I can uh, we can forward them to Mike without me having even yes. seen them. Yes,
0: I'm off the hook. All right. All right. Thanks everyone. This is 372 pages. We'll never get back. Michael J. Nelson Bye. here.
1: Connor here. Bye.